0: Geek shock
1: eat shock and are like ah cold beer that'll solve the problem. Well, right, because like, it's, a, it's a diuretic. So. Yeah, like uh, some alcohol, <laughs> that'll just solve the problem. <laughs> yeah. I've never gotten
2: that. Alcohol so, so, is a solution. It's cold. It is
3: <laughs> to some things, and then it just causes other yeah. things.
2: No, it's no, fine. No, science science but, is proven, alcohol is a solution. It's literally yeah. a solution. Oh, yes, <laughs> it is. It is a solution,
4: But yes. you know I'm with Kay on this. Beer, when mm-hmm. it's hot, uh, only sometimes. No, it's like sweltering, gross hot, mm-hmm. no lemonade, iced tea. Rosé. Like rosé. No. Yes. No fucking rosé. Rosé
3: is good in How the summer. How dare you pervert
4: yes. the, the direction I was going in with that shit? <laughs> <laughs> take that two chicks, take that White Claw shit. Okay, oh, that yeah, is right not all. the
3: same fucking thing. Ah. Rosé is actually wine. It has a higher alcohol content it is. by it's a, a little, lot.
4: It's a yeah, little bit classier. I was talking about like, like a John Daly, you know? Like boozy... Iced tea or better yet
2: uh sweet tea vodka and lemonade
3: oh that's really good See,
2: yeah mm-hmm. my brother was down deep eddie somewhere and was having shandies and the idea sounded repulsive to me lemonade and, and beer yeah and it I was, does sound repulsive and then, but it's it was, not bad. And then it was a summer event and they handed me something like, oh it's good what's this it's a shandy i'm like oh
3: yeah summer shandy okay. lightning
2: kugel makes a decent yeah.
4: shandy and they're out of minnesota yeah, I'm Minnesota guessing is. the added sugar is what made it palatable.
2: <laughs> yeah. I got a friend, oh. friend from, I met from Minnesota, and she's me how to speak Minnesota. Yeah, uh, yeah it's it's great. I'm gonna want just to be watch told Bobby's it, World.
3: It's fine. You'll uh-huh. learn it. It's fine.
2: Uh, uh, Farco, the, the, the word I learned a relic is Erno. Erno what? Erno. You, you, you earned a relic? No. You, you, you can finish that drink or no? I have no idea what you just said.
3: You know? You is just Erno. You know?
2: Right you know? You, do you want do you want to go out or no?
3: Or no.
2: Or no. Or no. Or no. Or no. no. Should we start a show or no?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Or should we just sink into a food coma or no? No. You know what?
5: Glenn Morangi recently weirded me out. How's that? Uh, Glenn Morangi is a Scotch, been around for ages. Oh, it's a little (laughs) sweet for me. That's that's
2: very sweet. Who is this Glenn Morangi?
5: Was he one of our fans? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he's a a good guy. Uh, But they changed their bottle in a way that Absolutely, is bizarre because now, because when you see Scotch, it has kind of a look to it, right? Right. You you, you, you can,
3: can see the label and know kind of who it is. Yeah. Right.
5: You can see a Scotch at a glance. They changed their label now. Glen uh now spelled out uh, like line by line vertically. Oh, what the hell! It looks like a ro- it looks like a rosé. It looks wow. like s- something that belongs on a uh, a brunch. Like, was it actual Glen mm-hmm. or Was it
2: Glen Morangi Malic Liquor? It, there is only Glenn Morangi. Are you talking this.
3: about the box? You are talking about the box. No. I'm box, talking about Dutch. the bottle. <gasps> oh, wait.
2: I'm
5: talking the bottle of Glenn Morangi. Somebody in marketing decided, you know what? <laughs> we need a visual design change, and that visual design change needs to be rose. Oh, I
4: see it now. Uh, it just says,
5: yeah. Glen Morangi. Yeah. Wow. Show that to the
1: camera.
4: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, camera one or camera two?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you're. In, oh, uh, Steve's revenge. That's right. Wow. He feels so much better now.
5: <laughs> this "Hey, dumbass, you're on the radio, not television" moment was sponsored by Mad Martell. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so sure didn't even start, and he's already getting ad. <laughs> Remember,
5: kids, we can't see shit, so make a goddamn noise and speak into the mic. Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number seven hundred and fifteen. <coughs> I am Master Torgo,
4: Commander K. I am full. <laughs> <laughs> Fact check, Dandy. with
5: Professor Fat Biggs
3: and up.
5: And yeah, we are to talk week and geek. Uh, uh, yeah, we had a bit of a geeks giving. Is that what we are calling Geeksgiving, it? Geeks giving. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so uh, before recording the show, uh, we ate meat. We're full of meat. Lots so meat. much meat. So much
4: meat. A ridiculous amount of meat. And cake. We got meat got sweats and pie, coma And chocolate mousse. Yes, so chocolate mousse cake. had carrot cake. Godless comment. It's not. There's no carrots
2: in it. There might be carrots in it. Depends there how
3: you... is a shot of carrots in it. It it's was just baked next to a carrot. Sweet. As
2: I said, carrot cake are the oatmeal raisin cookies of the cake world. There's nothing wrong, there was, with, wrong. There's nothing wrong with oatmeal raisin cookies. Yeah, really? Oh, yes, there are. They're not chocolate chip. But they're pretending to be. <laughs> I don't
1: have a problem with oatmeal wow. raisin cookies. Wow, somebody bit into an oatmeal raisin cookie more than it was once. chocolate chip oh, decades I'm, ago and he has been I'm ruined you. since.
0: If I know I've got an uh, oatmeal raisin cookie then I know to set it down and go for the kind chocolate chip.
3: I'm, d- I'm just going to put this out there that oatmeal cookies look different than regular flour yeah, chocolate chip cookies. Thank you, Dad. They do,
0: there. but what if somebody is is insane and makes an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie?
3: I mean, that has happened. That's, That's just yeah.
1: hateful. Yeah. Ooh.
3: They should label that shit. Otherwise, it's, yeah. yeah.
1: I love how, how Andy and Steve are the finicky foodies.
5: <laughs> it's just like you The guy with the red vat in the fridge.
1: Yes, <laughs> and the guy who who actually made nachos that smelled like feet.
4: <laughs> Is there a story here or did you just use All like, a, like a like a nachos no, that smelled like, like, like feet. A Grand there was a, or there
1: was it, there was a um, a bag of shredded cheese in the fridge, and how old was the cheese? And, it was uh, undetermined. Andy just, Andy just threw a couple Lemberton fistfuls Lemberton of cheese on uh, some uh, tortilla chips and heated it up in the microwave. And he's in the kitchen, and I'm sitting opposite the TV. Let me stop. Him and right I'm already there. smelling bad feet while Andy's standing by the counter.
4: So the smell of bad feet has to be from the cheese. But you're yes. not supposed to microwave the chips. They're going to go soggy. No. They didn't. No, they stale. don't go soggy. They
3: get stale nah, in the microwave a little bit.
4: It's all They're fine. They're probably stale to start with. It's Toast all raven. fine. You guys, you guys are just <laughs> going in the opposite Judging by the smell of the cheese you're telling me, I, I imagine the chips were already bad.
1: And Andy looked at me, and I looked at him, and I, I had, must have had a look on my face because he's like, <laughs> oh, kind of smell. And I'm like, they, I, they smell like feet. And he's like, mmm. You shouldn't be eating. I better that. stop eating these. <laughs> oh, dude.
2: Man. I worry for your health.
5: Yeah. Well. And that's know. why they don't like raised oatmeal cookies.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah, really. Look. I got a problem with a little healthy food, but healthy disgui- food. Disguising it as, you know, something yummy. Oh, God. Jesus. Healthy food.
3: (laughs) Cookies are cookies. They're not healthy.
2: (laughs) Right? Then why make oatmeal in them?
3: (laughs) Because some people like the texture. It's a chewier texture. And it's
2: got a certain flavor.
4: Oatmeal can be really tasty. What about oatmeal stout? That's a great beer. Samuel Smith's oatmeal stout was the first beer I had at the Crown Why are they
1: trying to make healthy beer? You just make your shit, Bear. Why are they putting oatmeal in? Oatmeal stout is not
0: healthy. Oh, then why are they putting oatmeal in it? Stout. Nope. And actually, as, as a baking substance, oatmeal works far better than as a, a wet breakfast.
3: Yes, I agree.
5: <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd prefer to eat oatmeal in cookie form. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Yeah. And add raisins to taste. It's like the Ludmilla Sunrise. That's it right.
1: works. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe put some mayonnaise on some tomatoes, sliced tomatoes.
6: Ooh. Who does Ooh. that?
4: Ooh. <laughs> you can put mayo with tomato as long as it's in a Ooh. sandwich. You yeah. <laughs> can put
2: mayo on a tomato. Who puts I'm mayo on sliced somebody. tomatoes? Uh, only godless communists. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to make me the uh, bacon grease cookies. I really want those. Is
4: that, Those are the ones
2: where there's like a um, uh, maple bacon... Glaze no, on it. You just use you just use bacon grease instead things. of butter. So, yeah. Wow.
4: That's disgusting. <laughs> no. That is absolutely just disgusting. No. Wow.
1: <laughs> just listen. Don't. Listen to this cultural ageism. You know, there was a time when all they had was bacon. Crisco.
3: Grease. Okay. I'm sorry, but in the 50s they fucking used Crisco.
1: Yeah. 50s. What about those poor bastards in 1949?
3: Not butter. <laughs> they used butter. Not a food
4: product. They used butter right on the Crisco. I know. I know. <laughs> Does it really? Yes, yeah. it is a
3: <laughs> lab created substance. It is not good for you.
5: So no to oatmeal cookies but yes to bacon grease cookies. Yes, okay.
4: absolutely. I see where the priorities lie. Mm-hmm. Bacon is wonderful. I'm never eating anything you ever make for me. That sounds like Have you after, ever after eaten anything that you ever made for me? No. So you're for saying, good reason, you're saying the foot cheese
1: nachos doesn't, uh, <laughs> doesn't appeal to me, you're saying no. it, and, and you're going you're to lose out on the banana curry. Exactly,
2: what I was going to say.
1: <laughs> what the ass is banana curry? <laughs> what
4: is banana curry?
1: I'll
2: and, admit that was a mistake.
1: <laughs> Andy and was just telling me about how to learn to cook, and he's like, "You just you just experiment. You put things in there. And oh, he was it. telling, and you put it in there, and you learn, and this is good. And, and he's and then he's like.
4: But don't put bananas in curry. I learned the hard way that doesn't work. <laughs> Usually, uh, experimentation with food implies that you have some some sense basis, of and taste. Re- some sense of taste, some basis of <laughs> reality, and A sense some knowledge of, smell of smell and some taste at all, sense.
2: yeah, no, no. Look, the don't. banana was gonna go bad if I didn't do something. with it.
4: <laughs> And so that's you, what
3: it. you fucking choose. You to bake do with it. it? You, you banana bread. Yes, you make banana bread. <laughs> or you fry some them.
1: oatmeal and you mix the banana in. Oatmeal. And, or here's a thought: <laughs> banana <and laughs> peanut butter eat, sandwich.
5: Eat the banana. Oh, that. <laughs> but you know, if that, it's that, already that, started turning did, brown, it was a curry.
3: If it's already started turning brown, <laughs> you can make banana <laughs> bread. Brown. Or you can
5: yep. make banana pudding.
1: Brown Delicious. goes with curry. Or yeah, you a can good yellow curry. Make the brown. Banana, you uh, it. banana carob
5: smoothies. He shouldn't have used the green curry. Carob. I didn't use the green carob. I remember those
1: days. Carob chips. Remember when you got the carob powder and you're like, ooh, and you mix it up in the milk and then you're like, oh, this isn't sweet. So you put in the sugar and pretty soon it's like, why? Nesquik. Just th- by Nesquik. Noth- yes. Mm. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have not saved anything. <laughs> Nothing healthy has happened here. Here's the recipe. It's the middle management of
0: <laughs> snack foods. Here's the recipe. Like a cup of ice, okay, in, into the blender. All right, cup of ice, okay. Um, a banana, cup of almond milk,
5: okay.
2: a banana. Okay, so far so
5: good.
0: Um, How,
2: do um, How do you milk an almond? With, with tiny <laughs> little <laughs> tiny <laughs> little fingers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you put strawberries in this?
0: No, you could. How straw- do you milk uh, strawberries? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, but they do it in this. A tough the seeds of off. Of a daisy. Frozen yogurt, frozen yogurt. Okay. Cinnamon.
5: Little stevia. Carob. Wait, wait, what do you mean by stevia? Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Steve makes know. it himself in when the
4: bathtub. It's <laughs> <laughs> sugar
6: <laughs> substitute.
1: <to> oh yeah, <laughs> a little bit of stevia. Goes along you you got to right put there. a little bit of yourself in it, or it <laughs> just oh, yeah. ain't love. Uh, <sighs> anyway, cinnamon, carrot powder,
0: it all it all blends up into a nice.
5: You know what? There. It sounds like it blends up nice without the carrot powder. No, we got. What have it even there?
0: is carob powder?
5: It's carob. It's carob bean. It's a
0: bean. Thanks. I don't. It, know is, what that it is. is a caffeine-free, naturally sweet
2: version of chocolate. There's okay. quotation marks around that sweet. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's know like that. some it's sweet.
1: quotations around a lot of naturally them. sweet. <laughs> yes. Most naturally. naturally
3: sweet foods do not taste sweet to Americans because Americans have. Too much fucking artificial sugar in their
2: diets. Right. Yeah, that, that is rotten correct. banana tastes pretty sweet. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: well,
3: th-
0: great both, contrast with that this, curry. <laughs> both the banana sets it right off. Both the banana and the little tweet tweet of stevia of a uh, almond milk. Tweet
3: tweet
0: tweet 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 Is that aches. like
3: a double dash?
0: <laughs> the, uh, it could be a double
5: dash. It's okay. The official me Lith- measurement of a packet of stevia. It's a tweet 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 of oh, stevia.
1: It's a. It's a eyedropper.
5: Uh, An li- eyedropper li- of oh, liquid,
1: liquid
0: stevia.
6: stevia
1: Yeah, that's for you know when the cat I won't take it any other way and you have
2: to <laughs> hold the mouth open while you dribble it in. Stevie is sounding more and more suspicious.
3: <laughs> it is actually natural do you compared get- that's to the guy in the
2: yeah, that's what, that's what, you that's what
3: it
1: Steve from. says.
5: <laughs>
1: yeah. It's totally natural. Just gonna put the Ooh, match yeah. head in and lick it.
5: I have a great idea. Oh, oh, what geeky things did you yeah. do? This?
6: Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 Let's start with you, Andy. You got okay. something to get yeah. off your chest. Sure. I, uh, let's see. I uh, went to uh, um, Meow Wolf, to uh, Omega Martin, and did a uh, test thing there. They were trying out some new uh, tour. and Some so, changes? Uh, no, uh, just a little tour. Uh, so Duncan and I went on it, and uh, partially they sort of explain the back so You don't have to make, figure out everything that's going on there, so you can get some clue of what the hell's going on. And partially they talk about the artwork and who did the artwork. It's a pretty cool tour actually it was definitely i would say go first and just enjoy it but then take the tour for some other time because you know they know what the hell you're not understanding omega mart is best experienced knowing little going in right yes right uh, i went back to the lost spirits again uh enjoyed that uh saw more accidents a lot of a lot of singing this time I just happened to be after (laughs) me. they've added singing to the room. no no there always was singing I just happened you know it's a random thing you you go from room to room the rooms I went into tended to have people doing lounge singing
3: they have changed the entertainment they they change it around and sometimes also depends on the time of day you go they have different entertainers in different areas
0: the the time we went before we kept running into the magician yeah
2: (laughs) Jacob (laughs) yeah Jacob Yeah, Uh, who's very good yeah but we just it's like is that what it goes by Jacob the magician yeah, uh, this that's. I honestly don't know his last name. He's just I knew him when we were busking. Jacob you, Smith, the lit magician. Not him. Yeah. John no, Jacob. Jacob, Jacob was Smith. That's the one. Yeah. Jacob was busking with us, and he kept getting roused by the cops. And now he's got this great job. Yeah. Did just, you get the do host girl? Oh wow!
3: Oh my God, that was amazing. Which, <gasps> the do host?
2: Clearly, you didn't get the do host. The do
3: host burlesque show
2: oh I did see some great burlesque there too but I didn't see Duhas oh my god
3: what what is Duhas Barry posted this go ahead but it starts out as like a kind of normal burlesque and Mm. then she flips over her cloak and does the entire rest of the show with her butt and she has these google eyeballs on it (laughs) and she has like I don't it's like a paper plate or something. And then she does like literally with her hand between her legs du has and the whole time she is hopping up the legs on this woman must have been amazing because she was hopping up and down and jumping around, but the whole time she's got her cloak flipped over. Yes, and it's her butt singing du It was amazing. Wow. Wow. It was I, no, amazing. I, we,
2: I missed that one. No, <laughs> I did not see that one.
3: Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's uh,
0: I
2: went I uh, went to did uh, the Hoover Dam today and uh it's uh, your first uh, time? No, no, but Duncan and I were kind of. It was the first time I've been since we played uh, Fallout New Vegas, so I was like, you know, <laughs> we'll, that, the, "Well, there's we'll the everything." The, that's that's the break in life. You know, there's everything before Fallout New right, Vegas exactly. and everything after. Yeah, that probably covers enough for now. I mean, you know, there was friendsgiving and stuff, and oh, I went to uh, uh, on Thanksgiving Day. I like went to three different friendsgivings to sort of pop my head in and said hi, but one of them was. Uh, Ray Wold, who's the clown in his uh, O that sets himself on fire. Sure. And uh, he's got a He uh, <laughs> in Las Vegas, lately. Right. <laughs> he's got a building called Amazing Clowns on Flamingo where he does very special events and whatnot. And he's trying to put together some sort of special event that's going to involve a sideshow. And he's like, does anybody have any like, creatures in jars? And I'm like, oh, I know somebody has some creatures in jars. So I cleared out some of my storage in it. Wow. I have all these weird creatures in jars. Of course had, you do. I of ha- course. I had all these weird creatures in jars from an art show like 10 years ago. And Were uh, they actual
3: been, creatures or made up creatures? They are
2: made up creatures. Okay, just checking. Just sitting in jars uh, of... Uh, the secret is shampoo. That's what I use for the fluid. And uh, after ten years, the shampoo gets really weird. So they're really cool cool jars. <laughs> well, with, I remember what happened with the spunk. Yeah, with the yeah, with the, with the, uh, with the uh, <laughs> that with the,
5: sat on our shelf for yeah. years. Yeah.
4: <laughs> you know how some people have like a lawn guy and, yeah. like a pl- and, and like a like a plumbing guy. I have a creatures in jars guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and all that weird shit. Uh, you need a guy for it. That's Andy. And Andy's storage is like the TARDIS. Yeah, it kind mm-hmm. of is. I actually, I've got a hole in it now. I've actually dug a hole out of it now. So. If the Doctor were severely mentally there. handicapped, yes. So, wait, you needed more storage, so you dug down? Is that what I'm hearing? I dug some stuff out and got rid of some stuff, oh, and now okay. I can oh. actually clear a space in my my TARDIS up upstairs here. Yeah, he that yeah, creature, the library, the creatures in jar exhibit was really cool too yeah. because. He built this
1: whole Victoriana, cthulhu it was, it was a
2: steampunk thing. It was yeah. this whole steampunk, steampunk background behind case
1: it. case for it. The individual little tiny jars with the little worm-like thingies. And, and, and then you had them like lit I, from lit underneath. up from below, yeah. It yeah. was a really nice uh, display. It uh, and You had it up in one of the... City of the World. City of the Which World. Which actually is
2: down here now. It's down on yeah. the mall. I have to go and visit them. Um,
1: uh, during uh, First Friday. Oh. So it was pretty cool. It was it was a really neat, neat little, neat little thing. It, Andy, you, don't give him Sculpey when he has time on his hands, because you don't know what's going to happen. Mm. <laughs> Noted, Dad. What
5: did you do this week?
3: So uh, we actually went and saw the Marvels for my birthday. Yeah, and. I, we really enjoyed it. I, delightful. It was very delightful. And
1: how about Iman Velani, huh? Well,
3: I, I loved her in her show in yeah. Miss Marvel anyway. But
2: okay, yeah, it's she did. the man babies who don't like that show. That show's wonderful. Yes,
3: it is. Does. And I mean, the whole like the dynamic of her and her family just carried. It was almost like you stopped watching the Marvels and then just started watching Miss Marvel and started watching the Marvels.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, the mar- the the series ends. I know with that scene. I know. Yeah.
3: But. I mean the feel of it is still just very fluid and none of the characters you know because sometimes when you you step back and you take they try to redo some of those things or like you know it's slightly different or it feels different mm-hmm. or it would just carry right through I loved it it was great it was a really enjoyable movie and anyone who has not seen it yet should go and see it it is it is very enjoyable
2: the whip laugh for me on that is going from uh Oh, what the hell was it? The Secret Invasion, Secret Wars. What the hell? Secret Invasion. invasion? invasion. The one you that was not good. But the but like Fury in that is so different than Fury in yes, the Marvels. Yeah, and well, Marvels yes. he's playing it up like
4: almost kid like Fury, and that was the one, the only problem I had. If I had to pick a problem with Marvels, it was uh, the fact that Nick Fury didn't seem like Nick Fury, and I didn't like her family. They were annoying. Oh. The oh no! Miss Marvels. Oh. Yeah, oh. that's
3: her family in the show too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like them then. Oh, well, they were annoying
0: you know what you're just a oh, god. Godless yep. communist, <laughs>
3: but oh my god okay the the scene on the planet with the singing oh that, my god, I loved yeah. it I loved uh, it Oh, yeah. was so good
1: oh, look, I wanted to be there just, when Barry saw that yeah, was no. exactly. actually I thought, oh,
4: this is gonna be a
2: Bollywood drama oh. <laughs> it
3: was done really well and her dress Captain oh, yeah. Marvel's dress yeah. I want that dress so badly uh, what a, it ball was gorgeous. Dress. It was a
2: ball dress. Barry. We'll it see was a lot of them at the
4: We'll see a lot of them at Comic Con this year. I I'm hope sure. so. We'll yeah. see a lot of people that look exactly like Andy wearing them.
5: That's
1: <laughs> the problem. In Utah.
5: Yeah. <laughs> so Marvels? Anything yes.
3: Else? Um, so we played a new game. Actually, I was given a game for my birthday. It's called Flamecraft. And it is a game that has a mechanic of like moving meeples, buying things, and then like getting resources and then buying things. So similar to Lords of Waterdeep in certain ways. Um, But dragons are kind of like your primary, I wouldn't say your primary resource, but you're a merchant that has dragons and the dragons do different things. And you're trying to collect different resources so that you can get points. Um, The art of this game is really cute. Uh, That is really like part of one of my favorite things actually about the board game so far is the art on the cards and the and the board everything is just really well done Um, but it played really well it played very very easily very smoothly but not so easily where it's one of those where you're just like you know you learned it and now it's kind of boring no it actually is an enjoyable game and i could totally see we played it as a two-player it has slightly different uh, mechanics for more players um depending on how many people are playing um but I really enjoyed it. It was well, very, it was very, very good.
2: What kind of DC deck building is it? <laughs>
6: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. So anyway, yes, um, Flamecraft, excellent board game. Thank you very much, Tim. Sounds fun. And one more. So we actually did watch part one of Doctor Who's 60th anniversary. And okay, so I kind of wish Jeff was here, but um, so we could talk about this, but. I haven't really watched Doctor Who since Matt Smith, okay? Okay. So I've only seen some of the Capaldi episodes. I think I've only seen maybe two of- Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. The feel of Doctor Who is totally different. Like, it doesn't feel the same. And now, mind you, this is Donna and the Doctor, right? So it's David Tennant Mm -hmm. and Donna Smith again. And you the- Catherine Tate. Yes, Catherine Tate. And it doesn't feel the same.
5: Well, can can you go both. deeper on that? Can you? <laughs> I don't. Why, okay, why, I don't
3: want to like ruin same? it for people, sure. but
2: more childlike.
3: More childlike. Okay. um Not as like
2: they're leaning into the history thing a little heavier. No. In the done uh, the uh, Jodie yeah. Whittaker ones. H- the history. What? History? I wouldn't say
3: the history. I the Only history
2: s- they leaned into this one was was the Doctor. No, and I, Donna. I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I'm saying the Jodie Whitaker ones seem to be. They're going back to. Because when that show started out, it was all about teaching kids history in a really weird way.
3: Okay, they, this had nothing to do with uh, that whatsoever.
2: And, and uh, as someone who's been catching up
0: on the Jodie Whittaker's to watch this, no. Certainly, <laughs> I,
2: I, I, I'm <laughs> way behind I'm just, you on that. You're I'm in the I'm I'm early episodes. So. Yeah,
5: no. So are you saying it's, it kind of misses some? Because Doctor Who kind of has a, a dark edge to it. It's there, well, but
4: not. Especially spotlight. the
3: David Tennant. Doctor Who, sure. right? So the Christopher Eccleston definitely had darker tones.
4: Let's mm-hmm. be clear, Russell Davies, Doctor Who, if you think about the pedigree of... B- right.
3: Right. Well, this yeah. was written and by was Russell, a, Davies. Russell Davies. Yeah. Russell T. Davies was the was the lead writer on this episode. And you and I
4: both came, went into it expecting something of more the Tenet era, which was yes. our favorite era. Yes. Didn't feel like that at Not all. Not at all. Even the monsters look goofy. Super like, goofy. Like straight out of the 60s. Oh.
3: <laughs> and I mean, I will say, though, that the Meep... Because one of the characters in this episode is a meep, but it's like a little furry creature it's that's cute. probably like three feet tall, and the changes in its facial expressions that was done really well. So I think it definitely was a, a a puppet or a you know a costume that they had that was done very well. But the other creatures, like the I forget, they're like bug looking like aliens that are more just like almost like space police. Mm-hmm. They looked so. So I mean, well. it's Doctor Who. It's supposed to be cheesy, but it was just very cheesy.
2: They leaned into like, it with that. That's, like,
3: that's, it just felt a little on the edge of, like, super cheese a little bit. Ah, you know r- what I mean?
2: Rubber monsters and good writing is what Doctor Who's all about.
3: But it wasn't... I think the problem was not good writing. Ah, okay. No. Because so, I, I appreciate Doctor Who. I know there are some things... Doctor Who is slightly cheesy, partially because it started in, like, the 50s and 60s when... They didn't have and technology 12, for those things, right?
0: And they also had a twelve dollar
2: budget, November twenty third, nineteen sixty three. There you go. A twelve pound budget. Oh yeah. You know why I know that? <laughs> hmm. The same day Kennedy was assassinated. Oh <laughs> uh, uh-huh. yeah. They spent a little budget
4: on the uh, on the special effects, though. Now yeah. that we finally saw the the sonic screwdriver actually put like. Well, a and that that must have been a change air. with
3: Jodie Whittaker because. I um, I mean, when David Tennant used the sonic screwdriver, it never did anything visual. And this, they, multiple times in this episode, the mm. screwdriver it made he like made a, a square, and it made a, a screen that he could interact with and do these things. And oh, then neat, it but. made the shield that it was, he it was like cool. moved. So
0: far, that's not a Jodie Whittaker. Thing. Okay, so ah. it's a new thing. Uh, okay, well, that's where they spent the budget.
3: That is right. where they spent the budget. So it was, I don't, I was. I'm hoping the next one will be better because, because this is part one of, I don't know if it's part three. two or part three. three. Okay. Um, but definitely, uh, I am hopeful that the next episode isn't super cheesy like this one, because it really, it just... It was disappointing. It was disappointing.
0: They, uh, okay. So if you do want to kind of go back and catch up, I just watched a really good episode it, it was a it was a weeping angels episode i love weeping angels and they're like my favorite it was, villain it's called the village of the angels or something and it gets fucking creepy angels the angels are always who was creepy. the doctor that episode, episode. It, it was a jodie whittaker okay yeah it's a lot her last seasons or her third season so she yeah. did
3: three seasons wow yeah. yeah i couldn't believe actually they they mentioned in the show like donna how long it had been Was it like 13 15 years something mm-hmm. yeah and I'm like, wow! It really kind of has been that long since Catherine Tate was actually on Doctor Who.
0: Yeah, and I think that might be. I mean, because you know, everyone's like, oh, Russell, Russell Davies is coming back. It's been 15 years for every one of those people. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm sure Russell Davies' writing style has changed. I'm sure, you know, I, in both Catherine Tate and. Well,
3: I will say though that their, their dynamic was totally the same and oh, cool. I it was so great and there's this, this line that she does it's like very close to the beginning and she's like just so you know 35 35 is the age is the cutoff for wearing that suit yeah because it's like you know because they've suit it's like pencil suit it's like more fitted and like he just looks down at himself he's like what Okay, and then she just walks off because at this point she doesn't remember who he is, right? So she's just making this... Con- it was funny. It was really, really funny.
0: <laughs> I guess we had to be there. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. I was there. And I was I'm like, looking I,
0: forward to it, but
4: yeah. Yeah, But Clark, what'd you do? Uh, aside from all that stuff, uh, it was Black Friday. So I went to... We went to uh, Meepleville here in Vegas. And let me tell you, Meepleville does not have a very large retail section. Okay, it's always been small, but their deals were very good. They had like 20% off a lot, like everything, plus like additional uh, percentages off for like a selection of games. So we did buy that one, and we also bought. Everdell. Everdell. Everdell is a board game for one to four players. Uh, it was from 2018. You take the role of forest animals, building a city <laughs> over four seasons by collecting resources, recruiting workers, and constructing buildings. It's The art is fun. There's a it is super fun. bunch of different expansions to it. I'm actually eager to, uh, to play them because uh, Deb and I played it, and we had a good time. And there, it wasn't super rules heavy because we're used to games like that. Worker placement. Um, not deck building really, but j- just building, building. And it, much like Lords of Waterdeep, one and of our favorites.
3: viticulture actually. And a little bit
4: like viticulture. Yes. Where in the beginning you have two workers to place and then spring hits and then you have three and then, then, then summer, summer, then, summer fall. Then, then fall and then that's it. So it really takes place over four rounds, kind of. But there's a lot you can do. You build a building. You recruit a uh, another forest animal. And they all have little jobs and little buildings. Like, if you're building a little city. Um, and there's this fun little 3D cutout tree and everything. It's a good game. Check yeah, it's if a you good like. game. If you like that type of game where it's a worker placement, you should check it out. I think you'd dig it. I haven't played it, but I have seen it. It is visually appealing.
3: And I, I will say, um, when we first started reading the rules, and I was like, you only play through one year, because really, you only play one spring, summer, fall, and winter. It seems short. It mm. seems short. But then when we started playing, and then your cards that you end up getting to like purchase or, or earn... Make your turns last longer. So by the time you finally get to like fall and winter, the turns are taking a lot longer to get through. So it wasn't as short as it appeared.
5: About how long does the game last?
4: Forty minutes.
3: Forty-five minutes ish. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and that was just two of our, us. So if there was more, it would take game. longer.
4: So it was the rules were easy to to pick up and understand. The game starts simply. Complexity increases as cards have synergies with each other, and there's events that happen, and you got to buy achievements. The same way you do in, I think, terraforming Mars. Okay. Like, a, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, So there's, I, I, the more board games I play, the more I recognize bits and pieces of in other board games. So.
2: Have you uh, played Nest yet? I have not. I know a lot of people love that game, and I, I played it last time I was out here with Doug Citizen. Uh, it's just the same thing. It seemed like, oh, well, it's only like six turns or something crazy like that. It's like really short the number of turns you play. <laughs> And then there it is, it's done. I'm like, oh, all right. I mean it's a very popular game. I've seen other people playing around. I played it once. Nest. Nest. Uh, what, what is it? It's it's similar. It's acquisition. You're you're trying to gather you're you're trying to get a variety of birds and a variety of eggs and stuff. Sounds mm-hmm. like wingspan. Wingspan is the way I'm thinking of. Thank you.
6: <laughs> okay. Jesus
3: Christ. Man. Yes, that. That game. That game. That one.
2: Well, that game is available on
4: board game arena. Which oh, I haven't it? played it yet. Though. Okay. I I do want Nest? to check that out. No. <laughs> Wingspan. Apparently Nest, although it's also Called goes Wingspan. by its, its
2: formal honorific. Nest, Wingspan. Nest, Nest is its German name. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> With the umwats. <laughs> Jesus
4: Christ. <laughs> The fuck, dude! <laughs>
1: oh,
4: and uh, <laughs> although, otherwise, all the other stuff that Deb did, and, uh, I did too. I did not get a chance to. I started the Barry Steamer game. Oh, okay. I don't want to comment I, I, on it. I'm glad you're embracing that name. I, it, yes. I can't fight it. It can't fight the tide. So, uh, I'm. I just started it. It sounds. It's promising to me. I'll give you this. It does feel like a late 90s game. Does it? In like the graphics and how it, like, the, the tutorial See, is. it's just rough. That's
3: got to be so rough. It's
4: a little rough, but it's a 4X game, a lot like Stellaris, if you know that game. And I know that game well, which is why I took to this game very quickly. So I'll, I'll give you the full rundown the n- next week. And the game's called Everspace. Everspace. Yeah. Okay. I look forward to hearing more. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to play play this a little more, and I'm gonna see if I can record it. Steve, what would you do? So I had little
0: uh, <clears throat> I had little uh, clockwork big Z uh, oh. action. Oh, uh, was
5: it a worthwhile title?
0: It it actually it has been on my radar since it first came out. Okay, and I just I for whatever reason just never I think it's because I wasn't really
5: into. Did this you find animation. out about it as a kid? Yes. Okay.
0: Is it oh, bigger than just, a bread box? Just, what is it? I just uh, want,
5: I just want to know what where time we're period? headed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, everyone's heard of it. What is it? Death Race 2000.
4: Oh, I've
5: geez. never heard of it. Actually, Death Race 2000 is considered a camp classic. I've yeah. never Campy. heard of it. All
4: right. I oh, it's
0: love that movie. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. <laughs> it was, I mean it it is it one of my go to's no but it was I'm finally glad I caught up with it because it was
3: it you can was check fun. that box and is, move on is yeah. that when yeah.
5: a, is that when the corman joint
2: yeah yeah okay oh yeah wait I found a feel old it's the movie that uh David Carradine made after he finished kung fu
3: okay I mean i was around but i don't okay. remember it it's like never what, heard 74? of it oh never 59. mind if it was 75, 75. i was not around right. either was barry all
2: right i
5: mean the title kind of says what it is but what is death race 2000
3: it's oh, an original kung fu it's a dystopian
0: continue. future where the very authoritarian version of the united states um has it's basically rollerball
1: with cars which is what it was uh what corman was trying to exploit yeah. Rollerball was,
3: roller was roller skating?
1: Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was roller derby,
0: but with spikes okay. and death. The way it should be.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, this is a cross country road race with these cars that are basically death machines. You get points for running over uh, pedestrians and that kind of thing.
5: Now, I see if Cannonball Run was like that, it would be even better.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. With actual yeah, cannons. Yeah. I could yeah. see Dom Dolly's killing somebody. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why did he- <laughs> Right.
5: And then the monkey does it and we
2: laugh. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, um,
1: yeah. I yeah, David I have... Carradine, uh, Sylvester Stallone, pre Rocky. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Martin, the year young. before Rocky. Martin Cove. Oh, wow. I did not remember that. I don't know who that, that is. That is the, bad, the
5: bad guy
1: from the,
4: oh. Yeah, oh, really? from the original Karate Kid. You do know who that is. Well, I don't know him by name. He's well, like one of those guys where it's like, oh, I know that guy. Yourself. He's been in that thing. Yeah. Yeah the guy so, with the
1: thing it was really funny because I've loved that movie since I saw it on cable in the 70s and watching it only the other night I was like that's Martin Cove yeah. <laughs> holy <laughs> shit K owns it and I do I'm, love I was,
2: that I was in the same place as I heard about it and never watched it Steve,
1: a- Andy was hilarious because he'd never watched it complete I and pieces. he must have seen it edited for television <laughs> because it's a Corman 70s joint so there's plenty of nudity and, and every time a pair of boobs would come along, Andy's like, "I don't remember this scene because they
3: cut it for television." <laughs> yeah, no.
1: Oh. Oh. And 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 every time something gets run over, or gets spiked or something, it is bright red. Oh in 70s. Yeah. yeah, paint blood, oh. tempera paint
0: blood. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's just by award-winning cinematographer Tak Fuji, Fuji. Oh, Fuji. Oh, Uh-oh. Fujimoto. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, he's won several Academy Awards. And right off the top of my head, I looked it up because I was like, Tak Fujimoto looked yep. it up and I was like, oh, that's why I know that name. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. But, you know, that's like a lot of people that work for Corman. Yep, they, you know, yep, it's, Cameron. Yeah, James Cameron. So, so, yeah. So, yeah. So that we <laughs> – okay, so not yesterday as we're recording this. Yesterday – a week ago Sunday – little shop of magic had like their this huge invitational pre uh, black friday thanksgiving sale that we could not go to because we were Ding, but from six to nine and they had oh like yeah the game i couldn't like, go to huh. yeah uh so you could have gone to the sale um yeah, but they had this amazing sale so i was like so it's been in the back of my mind okay uh, and I keep getting the, the emails. We're still having a sale, blah, blah, blah. Come on down. We're having a Black Friday sale. So we went down for Black Friday to the Little Shop of uh, Magic. And <laughs> had to find
2: it because it was, it's a.
3: I mean, it's in a giant shopping center. Yeah. It's, right. It's, that's it's a, like That's hidden. the third
2: location it's been at for me. I've been yeah. to three different places. And yeah, Andy
1: was like, I've been there. And Steve was like, no, you haven't. I mean, <laughs> yeah.
3: and, and I Isn't was it right like, next to an Ulta? It's not really hidden.
2: Uh, it's, it, it's hidden if you're looking for it, it on Flamingo where it used to be. It's, it's hidden <laughs> if it's you're also looking hidden, for it off the main drag because it's because like... it's hidden by
1: trees. It, yeah, it's... You've got the, I mean, I've, a whole bunch of buildings, and then you got buildings behind it, and that, and you're driving in. I it's, have
4: Google on my phone. Yeah. It allows oh, me to, to zoom right into it. Yeah. yeah. Well, well Andy was is. driving, so I don't know what <laughs> Oh, oh never mind. Never mind. <laughs>
1: that explains everything.
4: You end up in Arizona. Yeah. So anyway. Well, we blew through a red light. It
1: was like, <laughs> that got scary. One. Red so, light. so anyway- we're
0: walking around looking at the stuff, and, and, and it's huge. And it's huge.
1: You could fit the old shop in their board game section. Yeah, it's monstrous. You could fit yeah.
0: both old shops inside it. <laughs> yeah, and they. I I talked about it on the show once before. They they were still having a sale, but nothing was marked with sale prices. <laughs> oh, you had. God. And this time, I, I remembered. Hate that. I took my phone in, and I, and I asked one of the people, I go, Where, how do you know what's on sale? And he goes, oh, there should be a sign. Yeah, here's a QR code. You just go to
1: that. And I think it's searchable. And I was like. That's not how you, you do just, a sale. No. And, yeah. there were, uh, and I, love, I love the guy. I love the place. But yeah, there no prices on anything. Mm. And they don't do MSRP on the SKU code what? anymore. Manufacturers suggest. Well, I know what do. it is.
4: Yeah, I'm asking,
1: what do they do? I, nothing. It's not on. The, I don't. They, I don't the think
3: they've it. done that on a lot of board games. You you time, actually, actually
1: have to go on their site yeah. and look up what you're looking for, and it'll tell you what they're selling. I'm actually for, surprised
3: okay. they post the price on their website because not all of them do that either. Yeah. Like, I,
5: call it, I call it lazy. Yeah. It, it,
3: I call it their way yeah. of being able to charge what they want and not get bitched out for it. That's yeah. why a lot of them do it, to be honest.
2: Lazy. So. lazy. Anyway. But, but, yeah. So I did, uh, I... Yeah, at least they didn't make us uh, scan our own stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this. But I have one complaint about the Meepleville sale.
4: They said everything's 20% off unless it's more... They look for the red sticker things and you'll get those really cheap. I didn't find one yes, thing with but a red sticker.
3: They handed you a literally a piece of paper. And the name of every game that was 30% off 50% off so, like
4: that's fine so we
3: could look at the list
4: organized could i find the the 50 no but off it game? wasn't a
3: fucking qr code that you have to that's true like that's scan true. with but, your phone that's but true.
0: the lead up into that into that six to nine on sunday evening thing barry and i both were because he was also on the little shop of magic um
3: I always the want to Mally say hosts. a little
0: shop of horrors. That's what shop, yeah. I know. The shop of um, they kept sending us email. Here's how what uh board games are going for, here's what RPGs are going for. Also the invitational. Yeah. And so it was like and the, you look through there and I was like, holy shit. And it was and they would list on those emails everything, but then that sale was over, so then you had to go to the QR
1: code. It was searchable. I yeah. will say this. <laughs> they had a lot of stuff. We saw the the boys. Board game, yeah, we, we, which has minis, yeah,
4: but uh, I have it.
1: It's good. Good. Is oh, it good. Oh, is it? <laughs> uh, they yes. had the, the all the Bond, the latest Bond uh, board game. There's new yeah. Bond
3: board games.
5: Is it the uh, Spectre one? Spectre. Okay, yeah. when do we play the bad guys and Bond is controlled by basically the game AI. Uh,
1: okay, got it. Yeah,
5: yeah. I mean, they, they
1: it uh, it was pretty cool. Um, their their RPG section. It's funny because they had more non-corporate RPG stuff than most stores do, but they mm-hmm. still didn't hit the depth. What does that mean? That well, they had like they had s- some lamentations of the flame princess. They had some uh, some of the lesser known Goodman Games stuff, exalted funeral, Merkborg. I got it. So, and, and but they didn't go deep enough to you know satisfy me. <laughs> yeah so but uh can, we, uh can we isolate that as a clip no, I, no. Like, if you're looking at me when you ask that <laughs> no. That's it.
2: yeah okay
5: you go ahead and
0: isolate that yeah anyway so they were having anyway they were having uh some sales on almost everything and so i picked up sleeves for the dc deck builder yep <laughs> yeah because you
5: don't want that to fall apart yeah or get or, or cheesy smell, or yeah. start smell like, feet. like feet
0: yeah um and I picked up some <laughs> expansions for the Mansions of Madness. I do have the base set. Of course, it's in storage. Yeah.
3: So, and do you know where it is in storage?
6: No.
0: Oh, uh. yeah. It's in a box. It's uh, somewhere within a ten by ten by uh, 20, twenty cube. cube.
1: Square, yeah, cube. Okay. Square cubed. <laughs> Yeah, Barry's brain is hurting at the non-Euclidean geometry. What the hell? And I think (laughs) I
0: I knew this,
1: but but as soon as I saw it,
0: I laughed and I picked it up. Hero clicks. They've hero clicked (laughs) the Batman
1: slapping Robin. They did. They did. They have. (laughs) That's perfect. That was wonderful. So I picked that up. have to admit, that was good. They had some clicks. They had some clicks, Todd. Clicks
5: are fun. I like clicks. You know. Uh, I did a little fun thing this week. Oh, you didn't do anything fun last week. So this week I did Uh, steam. I did that. That was great. That's where the steam came from was that bath. It was wonderful. Mm. Uh, Of course, it was uh, the big uh, autumn sale on steam, probably still going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I dropped some ducats on a game I'd never seen before. Completely blind. But when I saw it, I was like, yes, that looks like my kind of game. And boy, was I right. Barbie horse adventures. (laughs) It's called Dave the Diver. (laughs)
2: Oh, it does sound like your
5: game. I wish to know more. Dave the Diver. uh, Pixelated graphics. Modern pixelation. So so very smooth, uh, but still pixelated. Uh, 2D game. It's in two parts. Lots of charm. Lots of charm in this. Uh, You are conscripted by your rich friend that has opened up a sushi restaurant, but you have to dive down and get all the fish. So you go down with your trusty harpoon and a very basic gun, and you're going down getting fish for the sushi restaurant. You get two chances to do it, a morning dive and an afternoon dive. Once you have collected that fish, you then go run the restaurant, where the chef, with a lot of personality, creates the dishes and you have to serve them you have to set the menu for the evening based on what fish you have which was has the whole economy crafting aspect to it and a very very set of simple mini games is it like overcooked no okay. overcooked i find quite annoying
3: really yeah i I'm, actually enjoy
5: that game i'm not a fan of overcooked this one though i am i think that one because I've worked in the restaurant industry all my oh, life is yeah. a little too close to home. <laughs>
2: so this game sounds terrible and annoying and just the kind of thing you love. But this is it. Yeah. It isn't.
5: It currently has a 10 out of 10 on Steam. Wow. Oh, what's the, it on sale for? Uh, I believe it's on sale for about 15 bucks, maybe even just a little bit less. And
1: Barry's intrigued.
5: Now uh, that is the overall game arc. Underneath all this is a full story with uh, some kind of Lovecraftian vibes in it, uh, but the game has an absolute tongue-in-cheek humor. Every character is friggin' fun, which really helps bring everything together that I start caring to what's happening <laughs> with these characters. But it's also a game where the typical dive will take you about nah, 10 minutes. And then running the restaurant will take you about uh, 10 minutes. So the full game arc takes about 30 minutes to play a full round. But if I got 10 minutes, I can just go do a quick dive, pull out, and then save the game and continue on later. Mm -hmm. But the game keeps adding things to it. Things unlock content just keeps pouring in. And (laughs) just when I think it's like, okay, there's not going to be more. Oh, there's plenty more. Lots more is coming. Check it out. Even my speaking it is not doing it justice Watch it. Uh, it's only on computer. You can't play it on ps4 can't play out ps5 can't play it on Xbox only steam uh, But check out that trailer and you will know just from the trailer whether or not that is your bag <laughs> But it's been an enjoyable time <clears throat> Kay, what'd you do? well, I
1: actually went and took advantage of the steam sale myself how would you find? I got a game you're going to love, Todd. This is right up your alley. It's called Eat and Poop.
4: <laughs> and what you do <laughs> is a, you... Is he kidding? I can't you tell. You
1: eat food and then you poop. And you <laughs> spend about 10 minutes eating food and then you spend about 10 minutes pooping. The, ty- the, way, the type of food you eat may constipate you. <laughs> it may loosen you. And that affects your poop points, which can contrib- <laughs> chip contributes to your victory condition at the end of the round did you do anything
5: real real or not this will definitely go on to barry steamer
1: <laughs> <laughs> there is a level called barry steamer yeah, I'll bet by in. the way <sighs> um i just dude what's wrong with you what fishing and serving fish i tell you right now the words don't do it justice uh, yeah Ain't that the truth, <laughs> Jesus? They'll make they'll make a video. We should make the Geek Shock eat and poop, dude. We mobile were addicted game. to the
4: game of a power walk. Yes,
1: I know. Okay, some God.
0: fun, you man. Tell them about the terrible. Which, by thing the you way, did. was not on sale as part of this.
4: <laughs> uh, well, you have played it on uh, Xbox Game Pass.
2: Which thing, Andy? The terrible thing you did to us at the the uh, the Lords of the War Lord, uh, Lord yeah. of the Rings game. Okay, we cool. played
1: Lord of the Rings, the deck builder. Game.
2: Okay. Now, this game has uh,
1: two settings, actually. It has a regular setting where you all play against each other, and you're just knocking away, killing those Nazgul and Witch Kings and whatever as you build your deck, just like DC. It's it, in many ways... Same company. It's, it's literally DC reskinned. There are cards that come out, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the Nth metal right there. That's the whatever. Yeah. So we played uh, Lewis... Andy and I played the, the vanilla version of Fellowship because you got to have a deck builder game for each movie. So there's the Fellowship of the Ring and Two Towers, and then Return of the King. Okay. And so we were playing. We played the vanilla Fellowship, and then when Steve got there, uh, we played Impossible Mode. Impossible Mode. Which the the super villains, which are arch uh, arch enemies, arch enemies, arch enemies. Like Witch King, Balrog, and all that—they really fuck with your deck. I mean, they real every time someone purchases one, it you really. Better fucks you better have a defense. And, and even then. And even then. A lot, of,
2: lot of indefensible.
1: Yeah, and even if you are defended, the defending just mm-hmm. makes it mildly w- less worse. I mean, it is just crazy. So, and you actually, the impossible mode is supposed to be cooperative. Because it's basically, you all lose or you all win. So how cooperative were you? Well... I was not.
3: (laughs) Now, is that just because you're used to playing DC Deck Builder? It was,
0: and and I did not understand what he meant when he said play this cooperatively. (laughs) I, I was like...
1: He, then like, that just oh wow oh, okay it means you don't screw your buddies so
3: yes much. that means you play as a team
1: so he was yeah, constantly yeah. throwing out, so I was playing just like you know, it was... attack discard a card discard and
3: everybody's like dude yeah yeah
1: and so and this one and especially the impossible mode if someone gets rolling grabbing uh, arch enemies uh, they can really dominate things and make it difficult for everybody else because the successive arch enemies just decimate your hand and, and you I would get worse as you can. I was running into that so we were running into we were down to the last arch enemy and uh it was 15 points and everybody was getting 14 13 <laughs> we were so close now, is this i got po- this hit points uh this is this is the to cost block, of the buy. card oh, okay okay you
2: buy the card just like in dc deck but building. the last the last arch enemy when you flip it over the first thing that happens is you flip over the top of your deck you guess odd or even if you're wrong you're out of the game yes it's
1: you're a, out a, of the it's game it's a 50-50 yes. you are out of the it's game brutal <laughs> flip yeah. wow. over wow yeah and uh Justin who is playing with us he flipped and got guessed wrong he, he guessed poorly yes. <laughs> and he was out the rest of us guessed right you know, uh, but that was after we played the other Arch Enemy where you actually keep one of your cards and pass your deck to the left. Oh my God! Then you, yeah. keep, then you keep one of those cards, pass that deck to the left, and you keep going until everybody runs out of cards.
2: But so, it also introduces a ticking time bomb. Yes, because
1: so, if you if the deck runs out, the main the, deck runs then out. Then you also just lose. like in DC Deck Builder, the game ends, right? But in this one, there is no counter points. The deck runs out. Before anyone has gotten the arch enemy, everybody loses. And every
2: turn you Evil discard
3: wins a, and everybody is. And like, every yeah. turn
2: you discard something from the discard from the main deck. So not buying anything yes. only helps you so much. It's an it's an ongoing feature
1: of the uh-huh. arch enemy. So you discard. So we're down to like four cards in the main deck. We have the path, which is the lineup in DC Deck Builder of five cards. And the strategy where people were buying up Valor, which are the kicks. So they bought those out. And then, uh, then we had the path, and people were, like, not buying cards. They were playing them, and, well, I, I can't hit 15, so I'm not playing anything. And we, we passed by. I hit 14 twice in a row, and I was steaming. And Lewis and Steve were getting so close, but not getting it. Andy getting so close. and Andy was the one who was dominating the game, really. And... When it got to me the, the like third or fourth time, I laid down 14 points. And I'm like, fuck it. And I bought cards out of the path and spent the main deck and cleared it out. We all lost. Because I was like, <laughs> fuck this shit. This is never happening. And, no. and then Andy, That's a real Todd move. Andy totals up his hand. And lo and behold, he had... 22 points <laughs> and he was next he was yeah, next yeah he was next he oh my god
2: scorched earth K
1: <laughs> I would have probably punched win. you really hard no
2: one wins
1: I was just like <laughs> fuck this I'm tired of it
0: oh yeah so, K was, was losing the will to live the, the entire night playing the impossible
1: mode I was uh, too I we didn't tell Steve hmm. at first of course midway through the first game Andy revealed it because he's Andy Fucking but, Andy, uh, yeah. You're not supposed to say it. I didn't scorch earth the game, at least. Oh well, there you go. Nope. He was saved. Oh, now wait. He what did he wait to reveal exactly? But that we were playing impossible mode. We didn't tell Steve that. We it's, didn't tell be So therefore, that's which is why. Yeah. I was. Of he was screwing everybody else. Yeah, because we did say you got to play this cooperatively. Yeah, we want to had... play this cooperatively. just okay. and, and did you say they're...
3: we want to or yes. you have to?
1: Uh, I don't yeah. know. Like, choice
3: uh, of words. Well, talk to Lewis. And
0: also,
5: they didn't explain what that meant. Yeah, that, 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 that's that's my question on this. Why did you wait to tell yeah, what why? game people were playing? Because it's fucking you, too. Be- because it's, it's,
2: Lewis thought it would be funny. But it it's
5: fucking you to guys, too. To
2: yeah. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. I'm so glad I was yeah. not
3: playing this game. I was laughing
0: so hard <laughs> like this. Ha, 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 This is a
4: riot.
3: I probably would have been like, fuck this shit. <laughs> what?
4: That's what Kay did. Oh, <laughs> <That's> well, there's <laughs> a reason why we don't play the DC Deck Builder with you anymore. Yes, I know.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: But I like
4: this my at table. Least,
1: this
3: would be cooperative. Like,
4: well, that's barely. different. <laughs> so, somewhat. It's, not, a, it's, it's not that cooperative.
1: It, it no, Actually, it is. It's got some great defenses. Like, uh, you can defend the person to the right of you if they can't defend themselves.
4: At the end defend. of the day... Once you've beaten all the big bad guys, you're gonna tally up your points, and someone is the winner. If only one person or can win. Or is it
3: is the mechanic? If you defeat all of the villains, then everybody wins. Win. Then yeah, win. then the good guys win. The, Period. Don't count cards. The
2: second time, and we played it cooperatively, and we gave Lewis all of the uh, locations, and he, he won. He the had game Tree for us. Bird. Wait a minute. Tree wait bird. a minute.
4: Wait, 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 wait. That just changed things the way that was said. I need to clarify that. So if all the bad guys are defeated everyone wins yes it's yes. a cooperative game because we played it once before yeah when we decided hey next time we play with Steve don't tell him uh, <laughs> we added points in that I but, don't know I you know
1: well, which hey, is it I'm Mr. You fucking know. there was no point counting
4: when a- I scorched them so I don't know and we didn't it's, sh- look it's an important distinction and here's why oh god the settlers of Catan Set- that, what ho- hold, what th- th- bear with me here bear with what the settlers of Catan Game of Thrones edition Deb and I played this with our friends
3: oh god it's horrible and it
4: fucking sucks because it's like Catan you still have to so, there's, a, there's a winner and then everyone else is a loser but if you let the, the zombies the white walkers or whatever come across
3: the wall across which the is wall, a cooperative part of the game
4: then everyone loses no matter what so it's not a cooperative game; it's a competitive game. But you, unless you play it cooperatively, you all lose. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense, right? It's and that's not, I will what's say. What's that got to do with me? <laughs> well, he's asking,
3: is that the way this game is? But it doesn't Either sound you like it. Count
4: the points in the end, or it you sounds don't. like and this version didn't. is cooperative. Were you supposed to? I don't know. That's a key point. Well, we I didn't don't play care. It the second
0: time, and the You're second, why I Second smoke. time, I learned my lesson. You and, don't
3: smoke. Can't.
0: And I had asked, and one of the questions that Andy brought up was like, so you don't have to play every card, right? And they're like, right. You can, you can choose not to play some of your cards. And it's like, oh, well, that changes everything. You know, because, again, if I got a card that's like, oh, if I play this, everybody's screwed. I just won't play it. So the second time, we actually did win. And we, we, no. we, we did count up points. but, but well. it does, But it does take a while. <laughs> oh, okay. So two things. I've talked on the show several times about my California friend's version of the DC deck building oh, game where you take oh, every salad. expansion and you just add it into the game. <laughs> well, one of the guys uh, is regularly goes down to Cryptozoic, which is in Irvine, California. Wednesday nights they have open play nights where they're play testing new games, et cetera, et cetera. And he sometimes gets gummies. So he got a little he got a little pack of the Lord of the Rings. Thing. So he had like a Gandalf and a and a Frodo, you know, card but, in the DC game. <laughs> well, he got that for helping playtest. He he came to our game night and he goes, "Let's just throw these in there, <laughs> So. Every now and then you're pulling cards completely nonsensical. Of the, the effects
5: make no and sense. All of a sudden,
0: oh, I got a Hobbit. Oh, yeah,
5: okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything you told me about that game that you played, congratulations, Kay. You definitely won. <laughs> I, I knew you would appreciate it. Of course I, you I did. think I think,
1: if I, I wish I'd taken a time stamp because you probably got a a warm feeling in the
5: cockles of your heart. At I that, did. You, there was a pain that shut down my left arm. I'm not sure if that was where, but that's, uh,
4: <laughs> no, don't get that's, me that wrong. That sounds like something else. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah. If you true. know, you're not going to win this game. Scorched earth. Let everyone <laughs> fail. That's fine.
1: <laughs> it was sure just, play. it was so, it was hilarious because after, after, 3 4 rounds of just failing. Mm-hmm. I'm like fuck it and Andy finally got the points needed to it was just hilarious. <laughs> but it oh. Why didn't you say anything? Cuz he was very determined that he was done. Oh, uh, yeah, no, it wouldn't have made a difference. And Andy, <laughs> Andy could have said, cards said back. I got I think you even said, I think I've got him this round. But, and I was just the, like fuck this. The issue was He'd
0: said that before and fucked us. Oh yeah. Oh, in the he he
1: he did he did like the equivalent of Starro. Everybody reveal, yeah. You know, except that in Lord of the Rings, it's everyone discard. And well, sorry, discard too. We discard and then he plays all the cards discarded. You know, oh, okay. they're, they're not locations. You all and failed so me. He he had us doing it. And there there, there are five players, so he got four cards. And he was like, I'm sure I got the points for this. He didn't get the points for (laughs) it. So now we're all dealing there with, you know, one card plus shitty hand. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) Our thumbs up Oh, because they were random cards, too, so we couldn't choose. (laughs) Andy. So anyway. I would've won. (laughs) And you know what? At the end of the day, there was that, too. Andy would've won. (laughs) Can't have that. Anything else, Kay? Uh, not really. We did right. Death Race. You know, uh, Steve and I, we watched Dark Enemy. Corners reviews of Witchfinder General. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dark Corners reviews, man, sometimes he does these four-minute blasts and just says a couple things and lets it go. And then sometimes he digs. And he really went into making this movie, uh, which is a Vincent Price movie. And uh, it's one of Vincent Price's better movies, and it's actually kind of... Known for his performance, and the the guy Robin uh, goes into uh, the the clash between Price and the director, the nature of the production, and how that actually did something for Mike Reeves. Was it? Uh? I'm, I'm, I'm. But it. I'm, uh, uh, yeah, okay, hold on. Uh, but it, it was it was really interesting. Uh, I really love when when he. Dark Corners reviews, folks. If you see the review, I mean the the short blasts are cool. But if you Michael s- Reeves, Michael Reeves, if you see something that's like twenty minutes or so, you know, 18, 20 minutes, it's it's good. He yeah. really he researches. He he. He's
3: just not doing conjecture and spouting off. Oh his, yeah, no, like, no, no. Repeating no. himself.
1: And, and it's it's not. Ha ha. They so fucking stupid back in 60s when they made movies me and Barry So, you know, he actually approaches it with some intelligence and appreciation. I thought
0: it was Barry yeah. talking right uh, yeah. It was,
4: this, I, this particular I, one myself, was <laughs> I Thought it was a playback or something. <laughs> this
0: particular one was like 35 minutes. Yeah Because he also talks about all the other Michael Reeves
4: movies now. You've seen Witchfinder general. Have you seen general commander? <laughs> the 2019 cinematic masterpiece by Steven Seagal
1: Oh wow! I'm sorry.
4: N- no, in the original no. Russian, <laughs> with a budget of twelve million and a box office of sixty-nine thousand.
2: Yeah, most hated wow. SNL host. Oof.
1: That that sixty-nine thousand is that all Putin put into the theater? <laughs> Probably.
2: <laughs> oh, holy
4: shit balls! The the name alone, General yeah. Command. I yeah. There was I a dude have... at Star Trek. Everyone drink. We used to call Captain Admiral. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, Captain Admiral. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Haven't thought about that in a minute. I have yet. not.
3: Barry brings it up all the time. <laughs> wow. I never Captain Admiral. was around for that. but
2: Oh, he didn't miss shit. It's crazy. Well, uh.
5: what the rest of the listeners right now are probably thinking, Deb, what time is it?
3: News no, you don't give a shit about. No.
4: no. Oh, oh yeah. Chewie. Oh, <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh that's a good all the emotions on the side of the table well
1: they played eat and poop but they ate the wrong stuff so they haven't pooped yet the constipation points are building up
4: i can't even eat a candy cigarette because i have no room
5: i i want to what
3: What was that
5: that was the sound of candy cigarettes
4: absolutely being demolished by the fist they just
3: like you andy
4: it didn't work i know it didn't work do it again
3: you sprayed it across the table
4: still didn't work. You, you, your prank failed. I know. I, it. I was wondering why. Was this p- like a, supposed to be a golf ball? Yes. <laughs> it's got a bunch of bang snaps in it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, like, okay, Andy, you idiot. You're supposed to take the candy cigarettes out first. Oh, <laughs> That way they
3: can really smash because he's not only um, really smashing I'm sorry, them. bang snaps isn't that slightly like flammable? Like when you, they spark when you do that. No, yeah, well,
4: no, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, like you, you can literally do them in your fingers. They're okay. So Checking. what I'm holding is a package of candy cigarettes. I just put it gently on the table, and I haven't touched it. I'm like, oh, which I legit am too full to have one, but. And, and Andy said he put them full of bang snaps, but he put the candy, cig- he didn't take the candy cigarettes out. So when Curtis goes to smash this thing, which sure as shit he did, took half the show, but he finally did it, <laughs> you're just smashing the candy cigarettes, you're not getting a loud bang.
5: And uh, all the dust from the uh, yeah. explosive ruined the candy cigarettes. So somehow,
4: this is an almost Andy
2: prank. Hey, yeah. Here's the prank. He just oh that, cleaned that, uh, that carpet. What? You just what? cleaned, the carpet. You just cleaned that the carpet. It's not carpet. It's English. English You just cleaned the felt. Now it's covered with white powder. The thing oh, was the he thing. got Again.
1: me good. I don't know what I'm going to do now. What a master <laughs> of
5: pranks! <laughs> I, I saw you doing that. I saw you like taking the cigarettes and just making them more of a target. And I'm like, he's being real obvious. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> oh my god! Man, oh
1: man! If you know, guys. Target. Andy startles, and we have these standees, and we put them up, and Andy will be like, you know, and it's really funny because I don't startle very easily because I'm dead inside, but what's really hilarious is even when I put up a standee and startle Andy, he retaliates by putting the standee somewhere that I'll run into it.
3: And Which, you're just like, hey, Sandy, what's up?
1: Yeah, it doesn't startle me. It is mildly annoying at
4: best. <laughs> well, that's the old, worst here. I take you, my wins where I can. <laughs> you ruined the candy cigarettes. Now I can't even eat <laughs> Don't give him another Thank pack. Thank you. Uh-huh. Now, normally I'm a roundup man, but I'll take stallion candy cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Oh, suddenly someone
1: isn't so full anymore. News no, no. you
3: don't give a shit about. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you mean that whole little bit there? All, all yeah. of this all is that. a prelude to this. <laughs> it's all fucking oh garbage. Oh, my
6: God.
3: 47 Ronin director Carl Eric Rinch was given $55 million by Netflix for a new sci-fi series called Conquest. Conquest. But it reportedly didn't exactly go as expected. Ooh. According to the New York Times, the filmmaker allegedly blew $10.5 from the show's 2020 funding round on stocks, oh. eventually losing $5.9 million. What? He then pivoted to cryptocurrency, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> allegedly using $4 million to buy up Dogecoin. Is that Dogecoin? Do- do- do-
4: do- 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 Doge, do- do- whatever. The
3: director turned this into nearly 27 million pounds. Then reportedly proceeded to spend $8.7 million on sports cars and designer goods.
6: <laughs>
2: Here's it, the problem, it's converting from dollars to pounds.
3: He's <laughs> yeah, losing shit there. A forensic accountant hired by Rinch's wife during the course of their divorce proceedings reportedly found that his purchases included a new Ferrari and five Rolls Royces. Jesus. Netflix has yet to receive a single episode of the sci-fi series, <laughs> and they have thus... Recently canceled it.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine why.
3: The show was originally slated as a 13-episode sci-fi series with an initial budget of $44 million and Rinch requested a further $11 million in March of 2020. Is that, Netflix, is
5: that how Hollywood works? I don't know if that's how Hollywood, Hollywood works. works. They're yeah. going to make more
2: money than Batgirl. Brilliant.
3: <laughs> Netflix and Rinch are now locked into a confidential arbitration <laughs> that was remarkably initiated by the director, Rinch, he claims that Netflix owes him fourteen million dollars in damages for breach of contract.
2: They'll take fifteen million in Dogecoin. <laughs> now that's audacity.
3: I mean, like, a how boss. is he not arrested for like
1: oh, fraud? fraud and it, it theft? Could happen. Yeah, it could happen. Still, the
2: balls on this guy. Oh, no. what are you in for? Uh, Dogecoin. I bought Dogecoin. a
3: couple Rolls Royces, yeah, that I didn't pay for. It's fine
4: how many rolls royces do you need i love this story that's just none i could use
5: one
3: i mean you don't need it though
5: i mean this story this story (laughs) happens weekly here in las vegas right somebody gives somebody 20 bucks from petty cash to go buy pens and they go to the local casino and just drop it all on red yep so this is just a larger version of that
4: scale it up scale it up who the hell's giving people 20 dollars to buy pens it, uh, small business. Uh, yeah, yeah, very very small. Small
1: business. business. It's uh you get those payouts
5: you give Bernice. Yeah, it's, it's Bernice is thing. giving twenty bucks out for pens. It, it's the uh the, the cost of making candy cigarettes. I think that's
3: actually more and they're losing yeah, money probably. Good. But yeah.
5: News you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Lamps
3: emitting ultraviolet light at a bored <laughs> ape <laughs> NFT event in Hong Kong last Saturday are the likely cause of severe eye and skin injuries Wait, among what? attendees. <laughs>
5: Yeah. Yes.
3: The okay. Injuries, I, I'm,
5: I'm I'm wrapped in attention.
4: Oh, I know about this. The
3: injuries reportedly occurred during Ape Fest, a three-day annual meetup of people who own board ape NFTs, which sell for tens of thousands of dollars. Apparently.
1: <laughs> Wait, they have a convention. Apparently. <laughs> oh yeah, owning the NFT
4: gets you in.
2: Well, yay! We. I have some shit to sell. people. <laughs> how how big's their ball pit? <laughs> oh. It's well, a non fungible ball a pit bit
0: of an exciting sequel to <laughs> this yeah, yeah, story. Yeah,
3: yeah. However, regretful, people who own the cryptocurrency backed digital images of nonchalant cartoon primates are automatic members of the BAYC.
5: Okay, so you're buying a club membership yes. when you buy a f- fake ape.
3: Pretty much. Did
2: it really say nonchalant cartoon characters? Yes, that's what it says. Wow. It's a, a weird use of the word. Nonchalant. nonchalant. It's probably written by AI. Well, they were pretty bored. <laughs> Sorry.
6: Ah!
3: <laughs> Soon after an a party Saturday night, some attendees reported severe pain and burning sensations in their eyes, as well as vision problems and skin irritation. Doctors and others on the internet, internet. quickly speculated that the cause <laughs> was UV exposure and photocoratosis, which is snow blindness. Like, you know, you go, you go skiing in the snow yeah. and it's so bright. Yeah, it burns your eyes.
1: It's essentially like sunburn on the cornea. On
3: the cornea, mm-hmm. correct. Which I've had and it is not pleasant. And speaking of you know super white person who had skin cancer multiple times in my life at this point, um, I get yelled at all the time if I go outside without sunglasses on because you can get skin cancer in your eyeballs. Mm. So it's Who's possible. You're, you're
4: burying the lead of this story. Who's yelling? Anyway. <laughs> Hold on. There's the best part of the story. It's still coming up. Okay.
3: In a post on Late Wednesday, Yuga Labs confirmed that UV exposure was likely the cause of the reports. These reports were and continue to be deeply concerning. We immediately reached out to impacted attendees to learn of their symptoms and direct our investigation. They determined that UVA-emitting lights installed in one corner of the event was likely the cause of the reported issues related to attendees' eyes and skin.
4: Okay. Yep. Yeah, but, no, no, but, no, no. Nope. Keep going.
3: Wild photo carrot, what? Carrot. I can't even say it now. (laughs) No. (laughs) Carrotitis. Here's literally I it. it's t-i-t-i-s yeah. t-i-t-i-s now that's a cake i'll have titus titus employs a u there's no u in that can be extremely painful and lead to altered vision the condition uh, typically resolves in hours to days you get encouraged any injured attendees to seek medical attention and direct contact to like and directly contact no, 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 the
4: company
2: no, I, I, Listen to I, part, I the. Pro- i read this fucking
4: story from somewhere else and I was, I was flabbergasted by this shit. So they were too cheap to get the good. The no, glue. no, they, were too they cheap. weren't too cheap. They no, went the, for the best. Oh, they went for the best. That's yes, right. Yes, yes, the high end. super. They didn't super. buy fucking normal UV lights. Like, black, you know, lights black, black lights. Black lights. They, right. black they bought lights. fucking sterilization lights. Right. They're called death rays. You're not supposed to be near that shit without PPE. Fucking sterilization lights. So,
2: oh, some of them probably so, sterile so by now.
0: <laughs> so is that all you have on yes the okay so I, for, I I posted this in the Shock Monkey's Lair if you want to see it there's a, there's a whole uh, tweet thread about it the last one of which uh, for people who don't know the Shock Monkey's Lair is a Facebook private Facebook group I don't know
4: why it's private uh, where are we posting
0: yeah on Facebook and the last comment on this tweet thread is uh, hashtag I feel better about Dashcon now
3: <laughs> wow <laughs>
5: So they got UV lights just to they got, make make they the fluorescent blue. colors bright. Yeah, yes. no, no, they had some they kind got, of
1: bl- they, they, black. They black got
0: black light. Like, they got they, extreme
1: black light. Yeah,
0: dude, God, they brutal. have black
5: light parties.
1: It's like wear all white, go to this black light party. Everyone's glowing, shit like that. They do that.
3: I mean, it's it's. Rage. It's like saying it's let's not like, like, yeah, get yeah, alcohol rage, for yeah. the
1: party. Let's just get Jet A and drink that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, it's what and, and they were like. And they were like, Well, we got this. Oh, look at it. This is top of the line. This is like a hundred times more expensive than the other black lights, so we'll get these. Oh,
5: Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You yeah.
5: know what? With the whole board apes, it makes sense. I would
3: say the last <laughs> sentence of this press release was we are saddened that this incident has detracted from the experience of ape
1: festival. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. All that's yep. missing is ten extra minutes in the ball pit.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, it really. I'd be is. scared
5: of those balls. They're ten, probably made of uranium. Ten extra minutes in the eyeball pit.
3: Actually, I think they're missing just a big head and you know people screaming and yelling around them. That would Oh, that yeah. been
1: oh, oh, there was yeah. plenty and, of shame going around oh, there. Plenty of bell ringing, that's for sure. <laughs>
4: that's, that's the next spot in the wheel. Just, you get thirty seconds in the sterilization lab. <laughs> <round. laughs>
3: Yes. Here. Please sign this waiver. Yeah, here. Here's
0: this hazmat suit. You need to...
1: No, that be that actually would be funny. It's a black light party, and then we just take out a little black light flashlight and go over their arm or something. Yes. You know, just do black, that for a few seconds. Black light party. Yeah. <laughs> black light party. <laughs> Woohoo. Black light
2: party. <laughs> 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 you gotta draw something in her arm and like invisible ink, though, so it shows up. Oh, yeah. Steve drawn
1: in invisible ink took- what did steve draw <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep in mind this is a convention there's a lot of people there who skinned you don't want to oh you know, but they could use some sterilization <laughs> <laughs>
4: This is true. We'll just mount that light outside our booth and just leave it on as people go by. That I
5: mean, sounds like a great idea.
1: I'm like,
4: hey, you, come over here. Come over here. Wait. Okay, you're good. You can leave. It's a, <laughs>
1: it's
2: a little eugenicsy, <laughs> But But just a little.
4: Tell your friend. Don't yeah, tell your a friend. friend. Yeah, because we can't Don't afford the
2: board Ape
5: style stuff, so we're fine. <laughs> Gig shock. Make sure
1: you're wearing SPF 1000.
3: Please. <laughs> do I have anything else? That's
5: it. Oh, let's do some Weekend Geek. Yay! Aw. Oh, I like this story. Right. I like this story very, very much. Dave Filoni, one of the creative forces behind Star Wars, is now the chief creative officer at Lucasfilm. Are you throwing? Are you throwing snaps? Is that
4: what I'm? Are you throwing bank snaps in your own house? (laughs) Yes, he is. On a (laughs)
5: clean rug, brand new clean. rug. No, he's doing it on the tile. Jesus Christ! I'm having a boogie nights flashback.
4: (laughs) Andy.
1: Well, those were firecrackers. Although I love how Andy's a, I think Andy has actually. I got the the carpets cleaned the day before Thanksgiving, and I think it's been killing Andy to not spill. Since then, <laughs> and it's just you can see.
3: You like you walk very slowly, like he, he, shuffling with oh two yeah. hands on everything.
2: Somebody is a little pissed. He feels incomplete. Pretty yeah. things belong in before water Before I can spill wine free, week is it's going to be cleaned.
3: <laughs> Where? The oh, oh, oh clean. before. Yeah. Before.
2: <laughs> yes. It sounded it like you said time. Florida.
3: I don't know why, but that's what any
2: it any sounds like. Oh, oh, of course, it like you want in Florida.
0: Every time you talk, it's all buzzes and pops. That's
5: all I <laughs> As if the candy cigarettes were bad enough. So, Dave Filoni is now the chief creative officer at Lucasfilm. This means he's going to play a much bigger role in the direction that Star Wars will be taking with both the films and television projects. Filoni got his start at Lucasfilm with The Clone Wars, and from there, he moved on to Rebels. He's worked on a lot of Star Wars animated projects that then moved into live action with The Mandalorian and his most recent project, Ahsoka, which was his baby. He's also developing a Star Wars feature film that will tie all the events of the New Republic era together in an epic story and now he'll be working with all the filmmakers on the projects they're developing. In regards to those projects, Filoni said, quote, I'm not telling people what to do, but I do feel I'm trying to help them tell the best story they want to tell. I need to be a help across the galaxy here, like a part of the Jedi Council, almost, unquote. Uh, some of those other projects include the upcoming Ray movie being developed by Charmaine obayad Shinoi, and James Mangold's film about the origin of the Force, Taika Waititi's project, and Sean Levy's movie, Donald Glover's Lando film, and several more. I'm sorry,
3: they're doing a Origin of the Force movie?
5: I are, apparently.
3: I, I thought it was just Medichlorians, and they just at some point decided that they wanted to interact with oh, people. Oh, we don't and... talk
4: about that. Like, we don't talk about Highlander 2. It just didn't happen. Okay. Maybe it's a biology documentary.
3: I mean, I'm all for the, all of the other things you've talked about, but that one doesn't... I don't know.
4: As long as it's not like the... the, the, mo- the get away from my candy cigarettes, you <laughs> son of a bitch! Um, as long as it's not like the, 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 the father, the brother, and the sister... From, what was it? Clone Wars. <laughs> Deb, you remember this? That that one special episode where they went to that planet that
5: was battling between the Force, the mother sister. Yeah. And that one. yeah,
3: yeah. The dark side I, and the light side. In fact, the
4: end of Ahsoka had like a statue of, of that. So they may be referencing that in Ahsoka.
5: I kind of liked that episode of Clone Wars. I did too. It was too. different and esoteric. <laughs> I did too. And felt a little uh, philosophical.
3: Well, kind of like how I, I really like how they've been doing more with the Witches of Dathomir. Because they have magic, right? They have a different kind of, of ability in essence that's not the Force. It's something else. And I think, to me, that's one of the first times in the Star Wars universe that you've heard of anything else that resembles magic no, besides the force.
2: I
4: like that. And that's not my problem is the way it was presented originally it was kind of goofy, you know. And if you remember um if you remember the original clone wars <laughs> the end of it where Yoda goes to, to some planet like near the galactic core um And and there's a lot of weird force stuff involved there. And for me, it was supposed to explain the force or something? No, he
3: was was searching for something, if I remember correctly.
4: It's force related, obviously. But the statue, right? The statue,
1: that was Kang. (laughs) No. So they're replacing Jonathan it's part of
5: the, the Star Wars universe? <laughs> oh, Star Wars is part I of thought, the Marvel mult- I multiverse. I thought Kathleen
1: Kennedy galaxy, was the one who was way. keeping yes. him on the job.
5: I knew it was her fault. Well, that's why Felonia stepped
1: in because yeah. she got fired.
4: There you go. Colonial Technically, monk. Star Wars is part of the Marvel universe. It just happened a long, long time ago. And as much as I fucking hate this show, they did have one split-second reference to Star Wars being a part of it. Once Upon a Time. Oh, yeah, they did.
3: Did they? Yeah. Why am I not remembering that?
4: It was... um... That dude playing Jafar mentioned the Rancor. Yeah.
3: Really? Yes. Wow, how do you remember that, and I don't remember that? That's the only thing
4: I remember that I liked about that show, and (laughs) and Snow White looks like a thumb, so forget it. I I can't. can't. (laughs) Writing was shit. But Lana Perillo. mm, mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm. The guy who played Hook, too.
4: Uh yeah. yeah okay I'll give you that yeah at a reference to the Rancor yeah being a world what that they could get to so far it sounds the like Rancor a s- was a world they could get to no no the Rancor's reference, to, like They could probably get to Dathomir and like the Star Wars universe. But
3: this was after they said Disney... No, no, they said the Rancor. But this was after you Disney... You uh, sure they, 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 they didn't race. say something yes. with
4: Rancor? Yeah.
1: No, I'm sure of it. It wasn't like a Rancor 100%. Party. They partied with great
4: Rancor. 100% sure they're talking... Are you fucking with me? <laughs> no, that's what Rancor means. I know what it means. Well, then what are you are having a problem with? That's okay. what I okay. say. Okay. Okay. Jesus Christ! Curse is just trying to get under my skin. Uh, what? And,
5: and you're all successfully getting under mine.
4: <laughs> oh, then good show, sir. Very good show.
2: <laughs> uh. How you doing, Doc? Hey Todd. I'm great. <laughs> You're up on your meds, right? You want to no. candy, candy
6: cigarette?
5: <laughs>
2: no. I would, yes. Thank you. Candy
5: cigarette. Appreciate it. He's gonna smash
6: it. Son of a bitch! <laughs> 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 Give it him a mug. That <laughs>
5: That's the biggest kiss Kay's ever given me. He's given me many kisses. <laughs>
4: Uh, product <laughs> Yeah, uh, don't worry. Out of nowhere comes <laughs> another box
5: of candy cigarettes. Keep <laughs> crunching. We'll make more. Lucky
4: lights, you're feeling lucky.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> Disney is prepping to start shooting the Tron sequel, Tron Ares. Uh, Director Joachim Roening, who did Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and Contiki, is prepping to start production after the holidays. Jared Leto is set to star the film. He'll be joined by Cameron Monaghan, who was in Star Wars Jedi, Evan Peters from WandaVision, Greta Lee, Jodie Turner-Smith from Without Remorse. As for the story, it's going to focus on the emergence of a sentient program that crosses over into the human world. Leto will take on the role of Ares, which is a manifestation of the Tron program. Leto is said to be playing a video game programmer and tech CEO and what's being described
4: as the leading role.
3: So, I'm sorry, are they ignoring Tron Legacy completely? Is that what's going on?
4: Because the sentient program did cross over into the
3: Yes, room. it did. And it was on a man.
4: Couldn't
1: tell you. It's well, all I know. it's Leto, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, be was a... Leto
2: in the... Uh... No. Okay. no.
3: <laughs> I track. really liked Tron Legacy. I really enjoyed that story, and this bothers me.
4: And Killian Murphy was in it as a as a cameo really just because he was Dillinger's son. If you remember Dillinger was the bad guy in yeah. the original Tron. Well, the original
5: idea mean, was to Cillian? make him a villain in a later film. Killian yeah. Murphy. Yeah. Mm. What
4: was it?
3: Yeah. Isn't it Cillian No. No, nope. it's Killian. 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 Okay.
4: Yeah. I just it's saw a Irish. Thing on that. They don't know how to spell. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of consonants don't just, jumble just, up anyway just Tron Legacy sir, was a good movie Tron and Legacy if, was a fun movie and
3: if they're ignoring that entire story I'm gonna get really upset Tron
5: Legacy was an okay movie don't give me that look <laughs> I'm know.
3: sorry but it's a franchise that hadn't had a film oh, in sure. over 20 years no, I agree they did a good job integrating the old inf- like the old storyline and characters and information into something brand new
4: I agree they did a job there were parts of it that were rough.
3: There were parts that were rough, but... There
0: were parts in the original that are Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs>
3: they did a good job with what they had, like, available for them to use, and they stuck to kind of a more realistic branch off of the original thoughts and premise of what happened in, like, how it even existed and programs oh, and all of that whole thing. I
5: agree. There's some really neat ideas in it. So... I, I just don't think the execution was really all that's compelling. So it wasn't done well? In
3: Todd's opinion, but yeah, I, I opinion. don't... I mean, he hasn't seen many movies
5: anyway,
1: so it's I really true. wouldn't trust
2: to Yeah, he opinion. really doesn't know a lot about movies, <laughs> does he? It's what true. does he have to judge it against? Like
5: three movies? Yeah, Have yeah. you even seen it, Tron? It, it wasn't as good as Watership Down. Absolutely.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Do you really even or, own a screen? Or, or crawl? <laughs> it wasn't as good as Crawl. It was no Killer Clowns from Outer Space.
5: <laughs> I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I... I think my expectations were a set higher than that movie could reach. I think it's more my fault than the movie's fault.
4: No, that I can understand. Yeah. I was so hyped for it. I was like first in line at the theater back yeah. when you had to wait in line to get a good seat.
3: Well, I think that was all of us for *Phantom Menace*, right? Like, oh God, we know. were so happy that there was a new Star Wars movie, and so most of us just kind of, you know, <clears throat> chose chose to ignore some of the things that <laughs> <laughs> Lucas did with that film. I loved
4: it yeah, when ben ben first saw it first came out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs>
0: I remember there were several people who loved it more than once when re- it first came out, and now just look back with utter
5: disdain. Oh, certainly, at- certainly. So. I remember Chad Randall wanted to fight me because I didn't like part three. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, but I'm, you know what? I, I'm i always excited for another piece of Tron, so yes, please.
3: Well, and in, I mean, they're going to do it because they have now two... Tron light cycle rides in yeah. two of their theme parks and they're gonna build another one probably in one of the other ones too so
5: you know, I think I see Tron legacy in the same way that I see the uh, uh, Jason Momoa version of Conan right I'm glappy it exists
6: mm-hmm. right, yeah. there, we go. there we go
5: I can get behind that yeah. glappy yeah David Cronenberg is developing his next film called The Shords which will star Vincent Castle Guy Pearce and Diane Kruger in the film Castle plays karsh an innovative businessman and grieving widower who builds a novel device to connect with the dead inside a burial shroud this burial shroud installed at his own state-of-the-art though controversial cemetery allows him and his clients to watch their specific departed loved one decompose in real time It's explained that Kars' revolutionary business is on the verge of breaking into the international mainstream when several graves within a cemetery are vandalized and nearly destroyed, including that of his wife. While he struggles to uncover a clear motive for the attack, the mystery of who wrought this havoc and why drive him to reevaluate his business, marriage and fidelity to his late wife's memory, as well as push him to new
2: beginnings, unquote. Does Cronenberg actually think there's a market for people that want to watch their loved ones decompose? Yeah,
3: that seems really weird. That's like a
2: really specific kink that maybe three people have. Have you never Cronenberg? seen a Cronenberg film? I have, but yeah, <laughs>
5: this is this is this is writ large Cronenberg. Yeah. It's body horror through and through, <clears throat> yeah. and, and actually rather mild. Yeah, yeah, pretty mild for Cronenberg. I do have I do have one question,
0: just in my professor Pedantic. Oh, sure, sure. Professor pedantic role. G- 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 C a
2: co-ba-
5: s s e l l. Sorry, how do you spell castle? C a s s e l. Cassel. Cassell. It's castle. Cassel.
3: Castle has a T in it.
5: Well, if that the building castle, yeah, sure.
0: It is French, my friend. I believe Vincent Cassel is French. It's castle. Mm. I
4: read he it is right is there. French, and I've seen that guy in a bunch of stuff, and I don't really like him. <laughs>
3: Isn't, isn't that Jim Cavazil?
4: No. Yes, that's no. who you're thinking of. No, I'm think. thinking Vincent Castle. Oh, Castel. him.
3: He is very French.
4: Yes. Yeah. He is yeah. very yeah. French. He's an asshole. Because he's says. French. Well, he's very exactly. French. Mm. She, just well, he's very exactly. French. Mm. she just said it. Thanks. You yeah. just lost us the entire Oh,
1: my God. Plus, he was banging Monica Bellucci. <laughs> well, that's another reason we lost Yeah,
2: yeah. it's just line up the reasons. No, no, she's right. We're going to lose our French audience. We're sorry, Pierre. We didn't mean it.
4: Pierre, no. Come back.
2: It's Castle. Be gay.
5: Sony Pictures and Nintendo teaming up <laughs> to develop a live action feature film adaptation of The Legend of Zelda. It was also announced that Wes Ball will be directing the movie. He most recently helmed Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes and also made Maze Runner movies. Script written by Jurassic Park, sorry, Jurassic World screenwriter Derek Connolly. Or is it Conalasi? The Legend of Zelda follows the adventures of a young hero named Link who often tasked with rescuing Princess Zelda and battling the malevolent villain Ganon. The series is praised for its engaging open-world exploration, intricate puzzles, and rich storytelling. Each game typically takes place in the fantasy realm of Hyrule. And features a mix of puzzle solving and exploration after the super mario brothers movie became a big hit there were reports that nintendo was looking to expand their film division and here it is it's gonna be live action live action
3: is it gonna be more comedic like super mario brothers i or... haven't
5: seen the script i do not know they you have haven't seen say... the script what are you talking about yeah right always to you. i think it's always. gonna be
4: two hours of everyone confusing
2: link with zelda <laughs>
5: <laughs> i yeah.
4: like
2: zelda great character I like this because it means we're closer and closer to my Joust movie. I need to start working on the script.
5: Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. That should have been on our desk at Dunwright Prod- Productions ages ago. You're right.
4: Productions. Right. Predictions? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of what this is, isn't it? <laughs>
5: hey,
4: don't laugh. They made a Q-Bert uh, cartoon. <laughs> they Q-Bert
3: is an amazing character, and I would watch that.
4: Oh, yes. Yeah, so much depth.
5: It's- the- <laughs> As you said... There was a whole cartoon Barry.
3: Yes, Barry. Yeah,
5: a whole cartoon I played it was again this
3: garbage.
2: spring. It's still hard as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know game. it's a
3: hard game. Coily is an that,
2: in-depth villain. That's the underlying. Can you theme name the other two of the movie? No. Ugh, and Wrong Way.
4: I appreciate it. I played the shit out of that game, but I could not possibly fathom and how they could make a cartoon s- out of it. They did. It was terrible.
3: We oh. still have it, because I have... Barry, a long time ago, bought me... I had a ColecoVision growing up, sure, and he bought me a, a refurbished ColecoVision, and so...
2: Yeah, power supply for it, so.
3: um Well, we have it. We just can't find it since yeah. we've moved. But anyway, um, it but it has... To,
2: uh, it's next to Biggs' uh, game. Probably. Yeah.
3: <laughs> We have the, I mean, it's the original controllers, right? Thanks. And so... Very
5: unusual controllers.
3: Yes. And if you've never played a ColecoVision, okay, the controllers were, they look like an old school remote, and they had this very thick, very hard, like, curly wire that connected it to the console system, and there was, like, no give. You really had to sit, like, right next to the console with this remote control. And trying to play it now, the original remote control, with since we've played Xbox and PlayStation and all these things, you're like slamming the joystick on this thing and you're like, I'm jumping, I jumped, I totally jumped and it doesn't move and you die and yeah. Sitting so, it's really hard.
2: Sitting so close to the TV, it's like a game yes. convention.
3: Yes, because all the cords are short and you have to sit right on top of the machine, yeah. It's The it's only thing though. was missing
4: was like going in the back and turning it to three or four. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs>
5: what, uh, those controllers, uh, what's the opposite word of ergonomic? <laughs> Severely uncomfortable Yes I think it's probably Anti-ergonomic
3: <laughs> Carpal tunnel prone <laughs>
5: Yes they know. were Because the whole Bottom half was just A large numbers. keypad Well it was numbers it Yeah was a and big like rectangle. Arrow pads or whatever
4: big, big rectangle right Yeah. Two buttons on the side That you would push With either your thumb Or your index finger But only finger. for certain games it's yeah. a hand breaking Child torture device Remember the the Old school NES controllers Were just a square And I would rest it On my like my ring finger On both ring fingers And I'd have It in, in, would be dented it, by in like an hour of playing games, and it hurt. <laughs> Fuck.
5: Deb, what's your favorite ColecoVision game of all time? It is Qbert. I love Qbert. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, what? that is what? one of my favorites. What's, your, sec-
5: what's your second favorite?
3: Uh, the Smurfs, actually. Slip. I love that. Rescue game. from
5: Gargamel's yeah, right. Castle. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yes. The 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 problem was with art because, you know, I grew up. I was grew up in the early '80s, and um, the system we had, the ColecoVision, by the time I really remember playing it, was a decently old for that age of machines and we had to reset it so many times that game especially the Smurfs game because it would get like the T and like double X pixelated things and then like the bats would fly around and you couldn't really see them because there was so much pixelation in the picture that you would get killed by the bats constantly (laughs) so then you had to you constantly took the cartridge out. You did the whole blowing thing. The blowing thing didn't work. Then you'd take rubbing alcohol and put it in there and clean it. And then you'd clean Then you'd put the cartridge back. Then you have to put the cartridge in really in this very specific way. And then the game would play great for like five minutes. And then it would start to get the pixelation thing again. But I love that game. The Smurfs was a, was a fun game.
5: I'm thinking the board inside was uh, starting to decompose. Yep. I'm just a little bit... <laughs> I had that game too. It was great. Loved it. Absolutely.
4: Yeah. See, these kids today, they don't understand. You had to work for your games back yes, then. You did. you did. You really did.
2: Didn't understand. All you have to, have to a
4: do a
3: is download them. To
2: put your game game under the TV. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> well, and if you wanted to record anything, you had to like be prepared to hit the record button on the VCR. Oh yeah,
2: yeah.
5: record and play, same time. Yeah. And, and if you really wanted to take, you know danger into your own hands you tried to cut out commercials oh Oh, yes
3: you had so my sister and i one of us would be on the couch and the other one's right at the vcr and they're like okay just tell me when tell me when
0: yeah (laughs) so uh i lost the remote for my vcr for a while i recently found it of course because things get found when you move yes they do so i have a i have a 35 almost 40 year old remote for a vcr i don't have anymore um, so I lost it you can it. throw that away you know <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> anyway it's, so I found- a, it's,
5: an it's an antique it's worth so money
0: I, so the way I used to have to operate my uh, VCR was by toe
3: Barry <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> never touch it your fingers don't probably ever touch would it work.
0: <laughs> what your fingers probably would yeah work I don't want to get up I'm uh, sitting there watching TV and boing, pause pause Bleep, start again uh, see this how close
3: is... were you to this television
0: six foot four i guess
3: i mean then your head then you're like laying on your back yeah okay that's
5: on the ground that's on see they, these are the joys that we don't understand of being tall that's we don't have this kind of yeah. ability
3: you,
6: no <laughs> yeah
5: <laughs> so dumb we'll
2: never <laughs> kill ourselves on a door
5: cell,
0: though and he might that's true i oh boy i realized i was getting too tall for one of my favorite things we had a house that had a that had a uh, like a a family room that was about a foot lower than the rest of the sunken living room. Oh, the living sunken
3: room. living room. Yeah, I
0: like those. Those are cool. Yeah, uh, and, that I is used, a and I used to run out and do kind of like a grand jeté out into the thing. Uh, what? Sorry, what? A, a grand, grand jeté. Greté. What does that mean? It's a dance thing where you. It's a you ballet know, move. It it is the Superman pose basically, but it's a dance move.
3: Okay, it's not the splits in midair. It's like the flying through.
0: Yeah, it's the bent knee. I want to see Steve. Yeah, you
3: need to demonstrate this. Dance yeah. move. Okay, what camera am I on? Yeah.
0: Uh, anyway, I did that once. Bam! Hit my head on. <laughs> I think I go, oh, I'm too tall to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah.
2: I knew a guy who jumped up in his uh cellar and quacked himself on the head and knocked himself out.
0: Oh. Wow. Actually the granjete does start with the legs spread, but then. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Was he doing the granjete? Andy, when he knocked himself out?
2: Uh, not, not the one I saw, but, you know, I wasn't there when he did it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was just one of those great legends. <laughs> the same guy actually uh, uh, put a staid onto his head and pulled the trigger thinking it was empty. Well, I'm thinking this guy. Wow. That was his own fault. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Wu from American-born Chinese and Into the Badlands, is developing a comic book series titled Evermind that he is also co-writing. There are already plans to develop it for film and television. Wu will star in the projects. Evermind tells a story of, quote, overlooked in. ...innovator Lucas Zhang, who has worked his entire life to push humanity beyond the bounds of physical limitations with his incredible developments in Neuralink technology, but his quest for success has come at a cost. Now in a desperate attempt to save his own humanity and the life of his only child, Zhang unleashes a powerful new technology that's too dangerous to be trusted... And now he is selling out, cashing in, and his patented masterworks are serving only two purposes, destruction and desire, unquote. Uh, The art for the comic being developed by a veteran Marvel DC and Valiant artist, Sean Chen, who also added, quote, at its heart, Evermind is about two people, a scientist's father and his teenage daughter, who are driven apart by contrasting ideology and then forced together by incredible circumstances. I was really inspired by the story of Steve Jobs and his troubled relationship with his daughter, which was complicated. Complicated and nuanced, and goes so much deeper than you were never there. This relationship is the story engine that plays out against a series of events where you wonder if the gulf between them will ever be closed, and what will be the fate of the father's soul. Unquote. So that is a comic book coming out.
2: Sounds action packed.
5: (laughs) It's comics. They could be anything. You ever read Blankets? You ever read
1: Mouse? Yeah. I'm. I'm. I think Andy's being sarcastic because if there's anyone here who likes a good boring
5: comic <laughs> it's andy <yeah. laughs> and fx will soon be airing its japanese historical epic shogun those from the '80s will remember that.
2: It's the same, based on the same book. The '80s one was. It is no, the ten-episode limited wow.
5: series adaptation of the James Clavell best-selling novel. The story is set in Japan in the year 1600, at the dawn of the century-defining civil war. In the series, quote, Lord. Y- Lord Yoshi Toranaga is fighting for his life against as his enemies on the Council of Regents unite against him when a mysterious European ship is found marooned in a nearby fishing village. Its English pilot, John Blackthorn, comes bearing secrets that can help Toranaga tip the scales of power and devastate the formidable influence of Blackthorn's own enemies, the Jesuit priests and Portuguese merchants. Toranaga's and Blackthorn's fates become inextricably tied to their translator, Toda Maria rico a mysterious christian noblewoman and last of a disgraced line unquote the series was created by rachel Kondo and justin Marks. the limited series will drop on hulu in the u.s as well as star plus in latin america and disney plus in all other territories in february of 2024 it was previously adapted for television by paramount television its first broadcast in the united states on nbc over five nights in 1980 who wrote the uh, book in Space?
2: James Clavel.
5: Who wrote the book? James Clavel.
0: <laughs> you kicked the joke
6: in the <laughs> day. <dick. laughs>
3: what? So Andy, what?
0: That was a joke. It was <laughs> oh going God. to be
3: <laughs> French, Andy French. Ah.
5: Yes.
0: Yeah, Clavel he gets right.
5: Castle. Mm. C- so we C A S S E L Castle. Cassell, Cassell. Castle. Cassell. actually Cassell. <laughs> how would you say b e l v o i r b e l v i r o what i didn't say spell it <laughs>
3: what belvoir Beauvoir?
5: no it's beaver just ask Blavois. any person from uk Beauvoir. beaver
3: no um <laughs> so i i've actually seen the trailer for this on youtube it looks interesting i've never seen the original shogun so
0: yeah I, I Oh, go ahead, please. No, I was just going to say I, I was aware of it, but it, I was past my miniseries phase at that point and was a little done with Richard Chamberlain.
1: I read the book, and so when the miniseries came out, uh, I was in the Middle East, so we got a you know bootleg video tape, and I watched that over and over and over and over again.
4: Oh, it was great fun. Was it based on like real life, or was it just uh, like a
1: like some historical kind? Gently, because there was actually an English shipmaster who washed ashore and became a part of the court of Tokugawa Aisu, who eventually won the Sengeku Jikai, and uh, he actually played a hand in pushing out the Jesuits and getting a little bit of business.
4: Um, in, uh, for I learned all about Tokugawa Ieyasu and Oda Nobunaga so from playing old video games. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, really. Hmm. And and um, he actually was called
2: Anjin because he was a ship's pilot. So the reality so. is somewhere between the King's Speech and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: yeah. a perfect explanation. <laughs> Pretty, much. Yeah. Pretty much. That's it yeah. right there. There yeah. you
2: go. Yeah.
5: Oh, that brings us to Red
4: Light, Green Light. gonna
6: make this shit anyway. Uh-oh!
4: Yay! Yay. Red, white, green light. Guys, we already have Such a theme a fun song. Yeah. Game to play. He's just
3: gonna cut, he's gonna cut this out. Why? Right? He
4: should cut this. Yes. I'm not cutting, you should put me under it. I'm not he cutting a thing. It, he yeah, said, she put you under my car.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I bring this production meeting of Dunright Productions to order. We have four more pitches. One or more of them may be fake. You get the green light one of them each. Here's your pitches. We have Cape Fear, the Empyrean, Poltergeist, and I'm Having Satan's Baby. I feel like you've done Cape Fear fairly recently. Yeah, I think you yeah, have too. Yeah, I feel too. like you did. Wait, Cape Fear? Read the thing. Steven Spielberg and Martin Scorsese are teaming up to develop an executive produce a series adaptation of Cape Fear. The project is said to be a drama series Not reimagining recently. the classic Universal films and have been created by Nick Antoc- Antosca, sure, who will also serve as showrunner. The Cape Fear series is a, quote, tense contemporary thriller that examines America's obsession with true crime in the 21st century. In it, a storm is coming for a pair of married attorneys when an infamous killer from their past gets released after years in prison, unquote. The first film adaptation came in 1962, directed by L.J. Lee Thompson. The second movie came from Scorsese in 91 and starred Robert De Niro. And now Scorsese's teaming up with Spielberg for a new TV show, What do you think?
4: I think you've already done it, and it's real. And I think that uh, I don't need another one. I think this... (sighs) They're just milking
0: it for a series. Yeah, and I don't see it work. (laughs) It's a very specific story. Two words, Fargo. Hmm? Yeah,
4: they didn't need to make that into a series either. But But that that was good.
0: Yeah, and they're good. I don't but i don't think the same would apply to this yeah
4: how do you stretch it out right it's not like it's not like there's there's a a, an amazing cast of characters in this right i mean there's (laughs) yeah this fargo works because they took the original
0: movie and just rearranged all the elements of it and turned it into a completely different story every time they've done a new series all the Fargo series are are standalone Um, this sounds like they're just trying to stretch a two hour movie into
4: ten hours We don't like it, so guarantee it's going to be made. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see how it goes up
5: against The Empyrean. Amazon MGM Studios is teaming up with Michael B. Jordan to develop writer Rebecca Yaros' fantasy book series The Empyrean, developing its first title, Fourth Wing, for TV. Oh. Should the adaptation prove a success, there's the potential for each book of the Yarrow series to be developed into its own separate TV project. The second novel, Iron Flame, uh, came out November 7th. The first book, quote, introduces readers to the brutal world of Bastiat, War College, where there's only one rule, graduate or die. Our 20-year-old protagonist, Violet Soren Gale, expected to live a quiet life among books in history, but she's put on a different path when her toughest talents general of a mother orders her to join the hundreds of candidates striving to become the elite of Navarre, dragon riders. If the fire-breathing beasts don't kill her, one of her fellow riders just might. How do you feel about The Empyrean? So,
3: Fourth Wing is a very popular book.
4: Young adult novel?
3: Um, I think it's more than young adult. It It is adult.
4: Well, it smells like it. It's got all the hallmarks.
3: Right, but it's darker and has more non-child approval content. Anyway.
2: there's knocking boots in it.
3: I think so. There's a school? Um, or it's houses. on my read list. I haven't read it yet, but it's on my ah, to-read list. Okay. And most of my friends who we share books... Like I do, you know, thoughts and what to read. They all love it, so it's very popular. So this is either very real because it's very popular and they're going to cash in, or somebody thinks that I'll say yes to it.
4: Because. Do you think I would like it?
3: Probably not.
4: It, then it's definitely going to be made. What else you got?
0: Um, I'm growing more and more annoyed by these types of. Let's take Harry Potter and put it in a different. Actually, this yeah. one sounds
3: more to me like a reinvention of Dragon Riders of Pern. Sure. Because what I know, and I haven't read it yet. Like I said, it's on my walk, it's on my read list. But what I know is dragons are scarce, and which is why they have to fight to mm-hmm. make it to the dragon core. And so it's partially you have to prove yourself to be worthy, but also the dragon still has to pick you. So like if you don't get picked because you don't prove yourself worthy. Then, like, you end up dying anyway. So, it's, it's like a combo of Dragon Riders of Pern and.
5: Mm-hmm. It's Dragon Riders of Potter. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and the elevator little- pitch is Harry Potter, but Dragon Riders of Pern. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or, what if uh, How to Train Your Dragon was a little darker <laughs> and more adult? Yeah.
3: And not set in ancient Viking times. Yes.
2: Right. And a cartoon. Yeah. And they speak <laughs> with those deep Viking accents. Yeah. Very, very
1: Viking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh.
5: Let's see how that fares against Poltergeist. Amazon Studios is moving forward with a Poltergeist TV series. Daryl Frank and Justin Flavy will executive produce on behalf of Amblin Television. As of right now, there's no writer attached. There are no details on what the official plans are in regards to the story. The original Poltergeist revolves around the Freeling family, whose suburban home is invaded by malevolent spirits. Things turn sinister when Carol Ann is abducted by the entities and pulled into an alternate dimension. With the help of parapsychologists and a spiritual medium named Tangia, the Freelings embark on a desperate uh, desperate quest to uh, rescue Carol Ann from the Force, holding her captive. Now, there was also a Showtime series called Poltergeist, The Legacy, which ran for three seasons before airing a fourth and final season on Sci-Fi Channel in 1999. That show centered on a group known as The Legacy as they protected the world from supernatural dangers, and it also wasn't very good. (laughs) Just my own personal note at the end there. Mm. Did you ever see the other Poltergeist movies? Yes, two and three. Uh, definitely uh, degrades over time. Yeah. yeah
0: it, the only way this works is as an anthology series. Hmm. different Different Haunted House every episode or something, or maybe a different one every season.
3: It <sighs> sounds familiar enough, though, I think, that we have talked about it in news before because I feel like we've yeah, talked about I this. Yeah, I
2: agree. I agree. It sounds just familiar. enough, But, you know, it all sounds kind of alike after a while, doesn't it? <laughs> right. And it
0: and how many times has a series, you know, gone into pre-production? Oh, it's
5: been dropped. Oh, or now it's back or... in pre-production. No, oh, now it's dropped. Or things was produced as a film and then all of a sudden they say, oh, this makes this a TV series instead when that yeah. option fails. Yeah, exactly. Ay, ay, ay. And finally, I'm Having Satan's Baby. Taika Waititi (laughs) and Eric Lieber. I already like this. Yep. (laughs) Lieber is a writer on Cobra Kai, are producing a mockumentary series for Hulu called (laughs) I'm Having Satan's Baby. The show is to be filmed in the style of cable reality programming, such as Unexpected and 16 and Pregnant. (laughs) Lieber will be writer and showrunner. According to Lieber, quote, Beth is teeming with excitement. See, she's a new mom-to-be. Pregnant with Satan's child. And she's sharing all the ways she's getting prepared, both mentally and physically, for the new arrival. Our cameras are there to capture all the drama from the stress of picking out colors for the baby's nursery to the yoga r- routines she tries out to keep herself fit and healthy while pregnant with the spawn of Lucifer. Unquote. How do you feel about I'm having Satan's baby? Okay. Solely based on the What We Do in the
0: Shadows TV series, this could work. Oh, yeah. Because they handle that as kind of a mock documentary type of thing. And they do a really fun job with it. So it you know, with that kind of pedigree, this this could work. It's got great
4: names attached. Yep. Yep. Which leads me to believe it's
6: not real. I know. Yeah. Still gonna probably vote for
4: it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So there you have it. Cape
5: Fear, the recreation of the T V show from the movies of the past, and the book originally, the Empyrean, the Dragon Riders of Potter, Poltergeist based on who knows what. And I'm having Satan's baby, the uh, fake documentary sh- show.
2: Uh, where do you slay, uh green light, Deb? Uh, the Empyrean. Empyrean noted. Andy. How to train your dragon, of burn. <laughs> Empyrean <laughs> noted. <laughs> uh, I'm having Satan's baby.
5: <laughs> Steve says Satan's baby. He loves Satan's baby. <laughs> Vlark. Satan <laughs> This is not, this is my surprised face <laughs> Kay, what do
1: you think? Yeah, Cape Fear I, bleh, no I don't, there's no reason And Poltergeist, and Steve hit it right on the end And then, if you do it as an anthology thing People, you know, Andy's gonna be like So, American Horror Story So, you know No, I haven't seen that, so I wouldn't <clears throat> say that Yeah, you would But
3: people will you would.
1: Uh, <laughs> I would and uh Empyrean you know uh, God, Steve's right. I'm just exhausted with the whole Harry Potter and the Actually, Dragon Rabbit. It Riders sounds more like Quidditch
3: Game of Thrones and
1: Tremere. <sighs> so yeah, Mockumentary of Satan's baby. Makes me think of Rosemary's baby as a as a <laughs> as a comedy. As yeah. a as a as a documentary. Yeah. Yeah. So you know I can see that.
5: Well, there it is. It was a tie until Kay got his fingers into it, and so we're going with, I'm having Satan's baby. Are any of these fake? Yes. yeah. I'm oh, having,
2: yeah. Satan's, ba- I'm having
0: <laughs> Satan's baby. I'm having Satan's baby. Which one do you
5: think is fake,
3: Deb? Having Satan's baby.
2: Yeah. Andy? Yeah, that's having Satan's baby. It's, just, it's too good to, to be real. Steve? Uh, yeah, either that
0: or uh, Poltergeist. Is that a double vote? <clears throat> Could be a double vote, yeah. Okay.
2: Clark.
5: Satan. okay, Satan's baby. Yeah, you guys wow. pulled that one right out. That was sent to us by Chris Gray. I'm having Satan's baby.
4: Good job. That's yeah. really fun. It's real <laughs> easy because it's the only one I wanted <laughs> to watch. Yes, yes! I,
1: I hate when that's 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 like that's all what the it time.
2: Is. Our, our <laughs> listeners are so creative because so often the best one, the most interesting yes! one, is the one our, our readers wrote. God damn it. <laughs> and that, that means me angry. Poltergeist,
5: the Empyrean, and Cape Fear are all in some form of what? production. Alright Or development, at least. Fear bullshit up.
4: I can't wait <laughs> to not watch Christ. any of that.
0: <laughs> the, the only thing, the only <laughs> thing that might save Cape Fear is that it's based on a book. Hang on. Well,
3: Wasn't the original based on a book?
0: Well, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Cape Fear is a book
1: first. <sighs> wow he's, Harumph. he's, he's harumphed Meanwhile Deb is quietly pleased
3: Yes <laughs> There's been quite a few Things greenlit About books that I, I Enjoy
1: Well that's good Lately. At least somebody's happy <laughs> And it's not Barry So that's two wins Oy. I would
3: love though If they would make A Tim series That'd be really cool I'd watch them
1: I yeah, What Maybe Napoleon Will actually open the door For gunpowder fantasy I don't know Jesus
5: well, it seems to be doing better than Wish, right? God,
1: fucking teenagers and... Gunpowder t- just, fantasy. Oh, like I'm,
4: fantasy set in that time period? Yeah, exactly. I just, whatever. I don't know. I was hoping Bright <sighs> would go somewhere. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Modern was, fantasy. Did you good.
0: Did you have the part in your pitch about, in what is described as an unconventional take on the IP that draws from John D. McDonald's?
2: Oh, that might have sold Un- unconventional Steve? Unconventional take would have sold Steve, apparently. No. What? 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 what what's what are the thing? He's
3: reading on? something.
2: I'm reading something. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm reading it
0: from Deadline about the <laughs> Just, Cape Fear series. Yeah. Oh,
5: I wonder where I got it from.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. You cut out I the mean, one line that would I mean, have sold Steve. No, talking- not necessarily sell me, but at least, okay, they're going with an unconventional take. Th- it, that sounds like, I mean... Haunting of Hill House on Netflix is an unconventional take
2: on... And how. Right? Um, They're going with the, the same haunting. thing as the Spider-Man movies with lots of different styles. <laughs> yeah,
3: the, well, different I'm sorry, animation. but the last Spider-Man movie was amazing. Well, yeah, you know what? The thing,
2: the thing
1: there, though, is then you need your pedigree, right? Because right. Flanagan is what makes that work. Yeah. So it's sort of like Cape Fear. Uh, I mean, well, uh, Satan's Baby. I mean... Of course, Barry and I are going to vote for that no matter what, just because. But you, Taika Watiti and uh, the writer, the four—I mean, uh, yeah. then you're going to be like, then it's even more delectable, right? <laughs> so she,
5: your pitches are too good, people. God damn it! I just—it,
1: <laughs> you know—it's it. Uh, this segment just just is bonkers <laughs> because they're always. Pretty fucking good ideas, and they're yeah. always the fake fucking. Except for Deb's books, they're always the <laughs> fake fucking thing. It, yeah. It's a maze balls because there are some truly good ideas, and then yeah. you know Matt Ward has this thing about the priest losing his faith and whatever. Well, well, but
3: yeah, he likes to <laughs> he likes to write some stuff that is real. And then it turns, and then we're like, oh wait, that's fake. Yeah, that was really great. And then it's yeah. a but church but, ship and in space. Yeah church
1: <laughs> but but still
5: less la- the lasting hole in your brain i will say that yeah
1: well you know if uh, man wouldn't it be great if hollywood actually like listened to this podcast and a year later something would happen yeah then, then, then we get used as evidence in a trial exactly yeah <laughs> But I don't know. It's just sometimes it's dispiriting. And I don't want to get in a whole Hollywood is this or that, because I understand why Hollywood does what it does. Yeah. And but, it always has. <clears throat> right. All, right, 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 right. You know, all the people that go, oh,
0: they just don't make movies like they used to. Back in the old days, you didn't have sequel after sequel. You didn't have remake after remake. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. bullshit.
3: They just went direct to video or well, what? No, no. I'm talking well, 30s and 40s. Yeah. Yeah. He's talking yeah, before any of us okay. lived. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: But, yeah, like uh, Thin Man movies or, you mm-hmm. know. Like, uh,
0: the, the Maltese Falcon that we think is a classic was the third version of that movie right. in yeah.
1: 10 years. And so and it's <laughs> adaption of a book. Yeah. It's not an original script. Right. Uh, Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur yeah. was a remake
4: of a silent movie. Yeah, And the silent movie came from a book. Yeah. I, I don't have knew. a problem with them making movies from books. I don't have a problem with that at all. I'm Wizard, not, Wizard of Oz is like the third or fourth, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm not talking about you, Barry. Go, go <laughs> eat your cigarettes.
1: No, I it's quit just- Quit any time I want. I, I, I'm just I'm saying, just, I'm not going off on a Hollywood rant, but at the same time, it's just like, there are definitely good ideas out there because our fucking lunatic yeah. fringe fans actually fucking come up with good shit.
3: The biggest problem we've talked about it a zillion times is that the people that write the checks- yeah. are the ones that don't have the imagination yeah.
4: right. or they yeah. don't have the, the stomach for the nerve risk. right
3: for the risk the nerve
4: mm. they're terrified
3: now, which
1: you know I mean hey you're talking millions upon millions of dollars and right. these people get uh, 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 Steve and I talked about Stellan Skarsgård yeah. one time did this beautiful rant about the people putting in the money into the movies and things like that and why stuff happens the way it does so I mean I, I, yeah yeah
4: so we're just disheartened. Yeah. Thank you. So what we need money. to do
3: is win the lottery and <laughs> <laughs> then yes. make a movie.
4: Yeah. Yes, that's I, why Steve goes to Prim every Exactly.
3: Going <laughs> <lottery>. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going it, it, on I want
1: day. a Geek Shock film production.
5: And I don't know. I'm having Satan's baby. Sounds pretty cheap to make.
1: Yeah. Not with
3: Tyco Oh, there's <laughs> <laughs> <that's> <laughs> some money right there. Step, Step one. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, there
0: are a lot of great ideas that you can do with zero budget. Primer. Yeah. Primer. Yeah.
3: Dr. Horrible Sing Long Blog.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Mm. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Made during another strike. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've got a good pitch to send to us, write to us. Comments at geekshockpodcast.com. Put pitches, bitches in the subject line and then in the body your pitch. If you don't want me to adjust it, let me know. Otherwise, I'll try to uh, uh, make it. Uh, you know, cohere as best I can with the other pitches I'm doing.
4: Primer was made for $7,000. That's amazing. Wow. that's took in 841000 at the box office. That's Seven grand.
3: Time travel one, right? Well, that's the most yeah.
4: mind-bending time well, travel film ever.
3: Because we've watched a couple that I really actually enjoyed that are more like B movies. I just can't remember which one that one was.
0: Yeah, but that one is cheap. Yeah. The other really cheap one, again, I've talked about it a couple of times on the show, is A History of Time Travel.
4: Oh, I, I think I've seen that.
0: On on uh, Amazon, where it's a documentary about the history of time travel in which the repercussions of people going back and changing time happen during the documentary. The documentary <laughs> keeps changing. Like we, you have we, to, you look, have to pay attention
1: that. because if you blink, suddenly you're like, these the, these people were high when they wrote this they're fucking well, up all over the place yeah, they just repeated this but with yeah, different I don't I don't oh. yeah yeah and so mm-hmm.
3: one of my favorite things about the movie yesterday right yeah, like, uh, yeah he'll like make a comment and they're like what are you talking about it's like Harry Potter and they're like "What? it's Harry Potter what <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, or or well, yeah.
3: I mean obviously the main thing, the Beatles never became a band. Yeah. And but all then of, there's
0: all these little other things like there's no I can't remember which it is. There's either no Pepsi or no Coke, and I can't remember which one.
4: Right. What's another other cheap other cheap film that they Death did. Race two thousand no, no. made for three hundred grand. <laughs> uh Hawk the Slayer oh my god was it, is it the man from nowhere or was it the one where the guy's basically Jesus oh yeah man from earth man from, man earth. from earth the yeah. first
3: the first one was yeah. good yeah second one and it yeah second the first one, one, one though like literally just takes place in a room yeah the whole movie and they're just talking
0: it has been turned into a stage play has because of have. that very reason
4: the budget was two hundred thousand dollars wow really yeah. well, probably because they had like Billingsley Billingsley and, and, and Tony Todd and
2: yeah it, yep, Barbara and, Billingsley no nope. <laughs> John Billingsley. John Billingsley. Like,
6: Billings, like, <laughs> oh. Doctor ah.
2: Flocks.
5: Now Barbara Billingsley was in another very cheap movie, a uh, Blair Witch
4: Project. She was amazing at that. How much was that film for? Probably less than that. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, 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 oh there no, no, there was there was <laughs>
4: That was the sound of a new box of cigarettes being crushed. That makes three. Hadn't even had the plastic wrap taken off of it. That was good. You had me. I'm like, person's going to say something interesting. No. Why did I ever think that no. was But you case. saw
3: him stand up. Yeah. I, I thought he got really excited.
4: Yeah. No, it was simply
0: I was acting. cigarette, genocide.
6: Acting.
5: <laughs> and if you want to help keep uh, Barry into... Uh,
3: Candy, cig- Candy cigarettes. I, I need
5: to stop. You can uh, you can join our Kofi, like our Tier 2 members, Mike M, Mama Ninja Scoop, Heidi Johnson, David Highbrier, Scoop Bucky, Aaron Esquire, Minty Scoop, Two is One, Leon Mitt, and Scoopy Mermone, and of course our Tier 4 members, Deb T, David Ferrar, J.R. Conkle, and Tier 5 members, Jeff Harris, Ozzy Matt, Mad Martron, Glumley, and Atomic Gumby. And of course we want a th- special thanks to our theme song creator that's sam heffernan the Song's called the burning light and his music's at swh music on spotify soundcloud youtube and twitch and a red light green light theme writer justin Nozick, aka fro Softserve. soft serve his music is at the plague and of course thank you dear listener because otherwise we'd just be speaking in the void in a room and i have nothing to hit <laughs> <laughs> you hit it all I did.
1: <laughs> up,
5: bum, bum. And we're going to go ahead and start recording an aftershock for all you Kofi members. <laughs> and until then, I am Master Torgo. Commander K. I did it right that time. I know, but it, I just love it. <laughs> stay tuned, folks. I didn't say stay tuned. I said we're about to record.
4: Blarg.
0: <laughs> With Stay tuned,
2: Professor Biggs. And Fact Check Daddy. I'm
6: Are sorry.
3: That's it, I'm done.
2: <laughs> She's flipping the and table. that's why I'm not on the show next week. <laughs> Andy,
5: thank you for taking the Tron static off of me. I appreciate that. That was Steve's fault. <laughs> that was. I'm going we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. You know what?
3: Stay tuned works for... It's radio. You turn a dial, it's tuning. It still works. It's yeah. just people related to television, but it works for radio. Yeah, except you have to go to radio
2: on a, a podcast. I know, but still. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: audio, sound, sound whatever. Yeah. Tron
1: Legacy sucked. Yeah, you just it, have to go ow! to.
6: Oh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I like Tron Legacy.
3: Hit Todd. <laughs> that was a. Just do that. I can't on. hit
1: Todd. I kissed him earlier. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I've been just hard that. ever since. No, I, that, that shit's gonna. I think the tongue That's was good a little for a bored, good, good half episode. <laughs>